Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Tonight, the Battle Bowl. 16 teams of two battle against each other, pitting friend against friend, aligning friend and foe. Ending with a battle royal to determine the Lord of the Ring. And three belts are on the line. Cruiserweight and U.S. Heavyweight. And for the WCW World Heavyweight title, the champion giant is challenged by Sting. Still stunned by the choke slamming of his friend and partner, Lex Luger. Tonight, live from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, it's Slamboree 96. Welcome! Lottery. Guttural. Welcome to the Coltella Classic <laughs> Nitro Review, Slamboree 1996. Watch your fucking long. Brackets, the Lethal Lottery. Oh, the Ooh. Lethal Double Jeopardy, Lethal Lottery. Who is the Lord of the Ring? Let's throw some more buzzwords at this event. Um, we are going back and watching every episode of Monday Night Show and it's, it's not even like abuse. a lord is higher than a king. I know. <laughs> they couldn't have King of the Rings. They just went, Who is lord? the county minster of the squared circle? <laughs> Who is the mayor of the mat? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, mayor of the mat. Mayor of the mat. King of the ring. Local council of the circle. Local council of the circle. <laughs> Local council of the squared circle. Oh, that's a, that's an idea for a Twitch stream. Uh, we're back watching every episode of Monday Nitro and its pay-per-views from, from the beginning to its bitter end or ours. Who be we? I'll be Fake Geordie, radio presenter without portfolio with WCW Kid, resident WCW Kid of Cultaholic, uh, the, the one and only Sam Driver. Yeah. Uh, here we go. No, okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you. Yep. Sam Driver. This show is shit. <laughs> this is color, shit. Color me shocked. Color, color me, me surprised. I don't know how familiar It feels you like are we've been it. building up to this for, uh, you know, the right amount of time. It mm-hmm. feels like we've been getting enough reference on TV. Uh, or at least it did. And now it seems like it just kind of in the last couple of weeks got relegated to, a, oh, this is happening. Mm. Um, and quietly things seem to be changing. Yes, the times yeah. they are changing. <laughs> now there is a great move on the horizon. Yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> no, no. This is this is this is the calm before the storm, right, guys? This is, this is the moment you look back at years later and you go, "This was it. Yeah. This was the moment." <laughs> so, uh, if you fancy joining us, feel free to. If if you are so inclined, uh, have a a beverage of any type of your way, shape, or form. 
and watch Slamboree 1996 with us. You can do that by going to the WWE Network or Peacock or whatever you watch it on, wherever you are. Is it on Disney in the Philippines still? I don't know. I know some I know some WWE shows are on Disney Plus in the Philippines. It should be on Channel 5 Sunday mornings with like the whack sound effects and stuff <laughs> oh, over the top. If it, hey, look, if you're in the past, <laughs> listen to this. Enjoy it there. We'll give you a second wherever you need to go to find Slamboree 1996. Also, the Eagles win the Super Bowl some year and might do it again this year. So I just put some money on. I can't remember. Yeah. The Packers definitely win some, you know. I, I, I don't know how far ago you're listening. Go Packers. <laughs> go Green Bay right now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Right. Let's do it. I always like that because what I love about the go, go there right now, welcome back, is that listening on the audio form, you've had an advert. Yeah, we're just kind of <laughs> We've like, just stood there in silence for a second. Just, whoop, hey, oh, yeah, all right, let's crack on. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that advert. I endorse that product. Uh, let's go for it. <laughs> You're going to, oh, you want to hope it's a good one. I hope it is as well. <laughs> Christ. Uh, let's we're oh it's May 19 Glenn Jacobs will be livid it's alright he's, he's nowhere near the building he can be sitting at home doing this <laughs> panicking not knowing what's going on in the Kane timeline will he have been born big of course he would have been born by he'll now. have been born he'll have been currently having his mind you know turned hostile by his dad that's it in some shack yes going your brother's the one that did this to you your brother did this to you and it's funny because on the WWF programming, they're sowing the seeds of Paul Bearer turning bad. Yeah. So he probably is nipping back and forth to the to the house, going, your "Oh, I saw a saw piece your brother saw your brother the other day. He said that you're uh, ugly. <laughs> he said you smell like uh, like like Kane, but on fire. Ugh. What's Kane, Dad? Shut up, son. <laughs> Just put your leather mask on. <laughs> your brother says you feed burgers to Dad. Sons. I don't have wounds. <laughs> They're emotional. They're emotional. <laughs> You'll Shut up. The marketing. Later. The marketing. <laughs> and he's just got, he's already got like action figures made up out of like foam. He's just, look at it. <laughs> what kid doesn't want it? 
when Jim Ross asks you, who's Jim Ross? Sharp! When Jim Ross asks you, they're emotional wounds. Just the idea of Paul Bearer being this, like, insufferable Hollywood hover parent <laughs> at the side of every backstage promo with Kane, every single shoot. He's like, I look sadder! <laughs> and he's just got, got, like, Kane's pet gerbil, and he's like, I will get rid of the gerbil. I'll get rid of him. I will kill All Fluffy. of the stuff, like, all of the accessories, the... the, the <laughs> Sand, not sand, babe. What's it? The the the, the wood shavings, everything. Oh. It's all just there. And it's like the the gerbil's gonna go to the 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 gerbil retirement facility. It will go. Yeah, it will go. I swear to God. Yeah, cry, cry, Kane, <laughs> cry, yeah. cry. Set with... him on fire. I don't want to set him on fire. Shut up. Cry with us, <laughs> along with Paul Bearer and Kane. They will cry together. We'll watch Slavery 1996 on go. We're all going to press play. Uh, God have mercy on all of us. In three, two, one, go. <sighs> and now, Slamboref. Are you ready for this? I, have you watched this before, Sam Driver? I don't know. I can't remember. Like, I... I never really went back and watched everything, everything. But obviously, like, watching week to week as a kid, there was some stuff you just couldn't watch and you'd, you'd catch, like, highlights. But... I is, don't this, is this a rip-off of Mock Turtles, Can You Dig It? Does sound a little bit like it. It does sound a bit like Mock Turtles, Can We Dig It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you do, I apologize. Interrupt you. you don't remember watching this? No. Okay. I don't remember the tournament anyway. I'm going to pop it on full screen so we can see it. So Baton Rouge. Oh, it's not a tournament, is it? It's like a it's, it mishmash. Is, it is and it isn't. So yeah. basically, if you've if this is the first time you're dipping in, oh, good luck. Um, <laughs> they've done like these random tag team setups for weeks. Yeah. So like people are paired with random people. Tonight there's a tournament with all those random tag teams. The winners go into a battle royal in the main event. That's it. And the winner becomes Lord of the Ring. I think they get a title shot. And it's a big night. So we've got Dusty here. Yeah. As per. Look at that lovely red jacket that Dusty Rhodes has got it's on. It's just how young Tony looks, man. Oh. I, just, I can't believe how young... I mean, he's got to be super young there still, but like... I don't know, as a kid, like him and Mike Tanay just already seemed like adults. Like full-blown adult adults. <laughs> and then you kind of see it now, and it's like, well, like, shit, still going. He's only 17 here, bless yeah. him. Um, we're recording this a few weeks ahead. Uh, busy time around WrestleMania and the Rumble. So we are sort of recording quite early in advance. But the week that this we're recording this was a few days after Cody and Paul Heyman's promo from Raw. Yes. Where Paul Heyman and Cody just sell us WrestleMania mm. in an incredible way. And WCW's response to this is to put Alex Wright out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> against, uh, against Roadblock. Can you imagine like 90s Cody? Do you think it would have worked? Yeah. Like Cody right now. Oh my god, his stick doesn't change. No, but do you think like it would have it would have not so much worked, because it would have worked like do you think it would have resonated like immediately as as like the kind of American hero aspect of it I think would work quite well? I think I think I just want to see him in there mixing up with Pillman and stuff, man. <laughs> Cody at Cody at this strength yeah. would have been certainly welcome on WWF television yeah. as blonde American hero yeah. Cody Rhodes. You know, son we of might a, have son even diverted Lex if we could get Cody jacked enough. Cody to slap. Yeah, that'd be the only issue. He'd be a bit small to slam Yoko. I don't know. Yeah, I could even do it. Yeah? Put him on some... Yeah. yeah put, put him, on, put him, put on, put him some... on a box. Just... Voila. <laughs> he could have done it. I think Cody... W but then, having said that, I think also WCW would have embraced him because they've got Dusty on the books. Yeah. And they'd have been like, hey, they probably have had Dusty and Cody doing more stuff together. 
People would have had them working together the same way that Dusty and Dustin did. Yeah, very true. That similar thing. I think Cody is a is is a phenom at the moment, like a phenomenal. Oh god, yeah, yeah. A phenomenal opportunity here to really make a star. It's my biggest query is is how are we going to replace this Reigns storyline? Like, because I think we've now got to a point where we. Oh, cheers, we're all, by we're the all way. salivating for cheers. cheers. We're all salivating for like more long-term stories in the vein of Reigns mm. uh, and the Bloodline and Zayn and everything that's been going on there. But then the thing that replaces it at the top's got to be just as compelling. And it's like, I think Cody's the right person to maybe carry something like Which that. Which is probably why they are. You know, you have these people. You have these reports that say like, "Oh, WWE, yeah. Sami Zayn is the guy." And they're. Do you know what? As much as it hurts. They're probably well, I, you know, right. WWE's guy like is Cody. Cody could be the guy, I think. But yeah. like, it, it's often when I think of WWE's guy, it's it's a young talent that you know, like a scene or it's somebody in their twenties where it's like you're gonna be the future because we're gonna build everything around you, and so it's gonna the situation sort of seems different for all of the company guys, right? Like it seems like. They tend to start young, like younger with the company, stay with the company for a long time, and then just sort of their tenure alone carries them to like the height of, you know, I've I've stayed loyal to this company. I'm like a big deal. I've come all the way from the bottom to the top. So mm. I think Cody fits all of those things with the little stint away. Yeah. But like, as for the next guy, they say it could be Austin Theory. You know, you never know. Yeah, there's the challenge there. And it, as you say, it's kind of what we do after Mania. Like we always yeah. go to Mania, then what? I mean, in I, terms it's of like, work, I, as much as the matches would still be great, but I, I think if you just throw Seth straight in there against Cody as like once again running the whole WWE versus the guy that left, um, you know, you could have the big definitive win for Cody being like, no, I'm still, you know, this is me. This is me. I'm the champion of the company. But I, I, I'd be a little bit maybe disappointed if it just rolled straight into Seth. I think you either do Cody Edge or Cody Balor for Backlash. That'd be quite nice. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fresh. That's And, and who, whichever combo you get there, it's going to be a banger because they work beautifully together. Mm. Edge is like, all right, you've had your moment. Well done. I want my moment now. And Balor is like, we've beaten everybody. Yeah. Come on, let's go. But anyway, so, we can't talk about that. Yeah, so the matchup currently <laughs> is... Let's <laughs> talk about this! <laughs> So yeah, uh, this is uh, Road Warrior Animal and Booker T versus Road Warrior Hawk and Leg Luger. How are the Road Warriors not just going to snap into muscle memory (laughs) and just start laying each other up for moves? So a little bit of a twist to the tale here. Uh, Hawk suffered a broken foot a few days ago Hawk in Japan. Hawk actually joined um, Harlem Heat and Stevie Ray actually joined the Road Warriors. (laughs) And so they're on the same side. (laughs) Everything's worked out before this one. It's the only one where they've actually partnered up Trained together. <laughs> God, actually, this makes sense. Let's do Invented it this way. Invented some new crazy moves. <laughs> if anything, road warriors are in serious jeopardy after this. <laughs> Their friendship in doubt. Friendship ended with Hawk. Uh, Hawk suffered a broken foot in Japan. Uh, so he turned up to Baton Rouge with an orthopedic shoe on. Oh. And they went, mate, you can't oh. wrestle, but you're booked. Oh. So watch how much Hawk does it this match. Oh. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's just got to suck, though, right? Like, turning up and just having something like that level of circumstance has got to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you've got it all lined up, and then you just get that last-minute signed sort of injury where it's mm. like, oh, it sort of fucks the plans for that then. And oh, it's like, well, wow. good job you're low in the card because <laughs> fucking hell. We'll get it done. If that was like flair, it would have been like an entirely different circumstance. Uh, we are in Baton Rouge for tonight at the Riverside Centriplex 
uh, uh, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers have signed a 10-year naming rights agreement for the River Centre. So if you go there now, it's called the Raising Cane Chicken Fingers Centre. It's one of my favourite things about American auditoriums and arenas and stuff is that it's like the KFC Yum Center. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you got, you know, depressing, I, isn't it? <laughs> it's sort of like, I'm used to buildings being named after companies, but when it's just sort of like really weird companies to me that would own a venue, it's sort of like, KFC Yum Center. The Yum like, Center. <laughs> That's not something I can see anybody like kind of going, we're here at the Yum Center, our home, the Yum Center. They must do it for a laugh. Yeah. Just to go, ah, oh, we, we we own this Because it's like we're, LA, we're I think it was at Crypto.com Arena. There's like loads of shit. <laughs> but it's sort of, I'd expect a, a company like that, I don't know why, to own a, a venue over something like a KFC. It just tickles me. I can't imagine the Crypto.com Arena will remain the Crypto.com Arena for long. It depends. You know, the market's uh, going to sort of keep doing what the market does. Has it evened out now? I have no idea. No. I've, I've been too scared to look at any of my... <laughs> Very modest portfolios. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, you know, again, I don't like to keep saying it, but you will find out for yourself. This is a really bad pay per view. The the good the the blessing is the 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 bright side of the road here yeah. is that only one match tonight will go longer than ten minutes. Only one match will go ten over ten minutes. That's the bright side. That is the bright side. Everything else, oh, your average shit. match, your average match length is about four and a half minutes. As I just sort of, as the sheen comes off, hey, I'm sitting down with Tom again. It's that time of the week we get to chat about old bom, stuff, bom, and bom, yeah, bom. I get a bit of a break from just editing. Uh, and then yeah, it's just dawned on me there as you were saying that that I'm looking in the ring and there's Lex Luger just sort of. <laughs> Lex Lugering. And it's like, okay, it's going to be a long night, and even again, if the no, matches are short. <laughs> no real reference to what he got up to last week, which was getting powerbomb, but jumps onto a table with I a get giant. why they can't do it, because time constraints would probably be insane. But like, I, I think it would have been so good to have done like a Nitro special or some form of very small VT before the matches. I mean, not that it would leave much time considering how long we now know they run, Mm. uh, but just to be able to sell why these people shouldn't be able to work together on a team. Yeah. Have sit downs with like Lex going, yeah, I don't know. I don't like, it's not really a compatibility thing here. Like we can't really get it off the ground. I think that would have just added just that little bit of edge, maybe just that little bit of kind of, oh, can they coexist? And even have a few As much as it's a played out question, it is important in these situations when you've got, you know, teams facing each other. What's to stop road warriors here going oh we don't really give a shit about the the victory we just don't want to hurt each other or whatever let's join up and get a dq win for one of us or whatever like yeah you want like uh, why why aren't they i I get that you know it's sort of sportsman behavior and it's sort of you know you want to do what you need to do in the moment but i think just having that little bit of just extra you need that a little bit yeah but you but like, there's something. I mean, as as limited as a lethal lottery system is, where tag team partners are picked at random. Yeah. Right. You could still have some fun with it, like you said. Yeah. If you did those little videos where they went, ah, oh, I hate this, ah, oh, guys an arsehole. But then you have some people who go, actually, it's we weird can do to think this because this this was really a period before. You know, we had sit down interviews, sure, but it was a period before. You know, you'd have somebody out there in the ring for a whole segment. Mm. just sort of unless it was like a a really important you know main event world title interview you know now they'd not be shy about sending six wrestlers down and go right (laughs) and sneezing at them uh and go right like kind of air your beef with each other but back then it was more just sort of no the 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 rings for wrestling (laughs) 
Yeah, and the and the ramp is where Jean lives. And yeah, you can chat to Jean about your problems, <laughs> but Jean will take up most of the space. So what? There's not really been any further movement for Harlem Heat so far that we've seen since the the wedding, has there? No, it's they've... which is a shame. But it's not like they're going to struggle for you know tag team dominance at all over the next couple of years. They're going to be like the central attraction. Oh god! At least one of these four wrestled the other week yeah. <laughs> on on WWE television. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like they'll they'll be fine. And One in particular it, it's will like be fine. Booker, like it's just amazing watching it. Like because I don't know how you could look at him here, even like early on when we were watching him, and not just be like, look, like he's just got it. He's got oh. that magnetism of a single star. They've fallen out. That was Hawk and Luger, but they're tag partners. How can they coexist? How Tom? can they coexist? With I thought Maggie? they were fine. We didn't see any promos. <laughs> yeah, I assume they were mates. I'm assuming that they, 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 those two would be angry with each other for dressing the same. You telling me they're a tag team? <laughs> Big in Japan, is it? Oh, uh, I wish they, I wish they, they'd altered their costumes so like, Hulk, like Hawk had the away kit and Animal had the home kit. Well, they, they used to have uh, blue gear as well, right? Oh, wow, they prepared a double camera in the event that they fell out. <laughs> oh, double count out! Double count out! Bop, bop, bop! To start the night. That's what you want. Off to a banger of a start. Booker T just in the middle of that mess. Yeah, well done, lads. None of you are in the main event. <laughs> well done. One of you could have been. None of you are. No, all four are out. <laughs> well done, lads. It's just... Oh, my God. Come on. Why would you start the night with that? Listen to the crowd. They're just sort of like... Hated every minute of that. They hated every minute of that. You could have at least just had a walking animal team together, but you know, because that's a lethal lottery. It's that how it works. What did Dave give that on stars? On this old one, star system? One and a half. A quarter of a star. I'm I'm way above my Meltzer stars. Oh, yeah. You're, you are... I'll, again, the average is about five minutes for a match here. Yeah. The average star rating is maybe two. It's, I'm just falling into graded mode again where I don't want to be too negative about it. Ah, you're fine, But <laughs> if I'm too positive about it, it's like, what are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> Dang it. Hey, look. I mean, don't worry. Hey, hey look. Anyone that watches this, they're with us on it. You're all right. <laughs> you're all right. This is the, you know, the, the YouTube channel is like the this like the, the shining city. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is kind of like the alleyways where all the cool kids hang out. Yeah. The so kitchen it's like we can parties. all go, this I'm is crap, isn't it? Yeah. You know. That's where the, that's the podcast view there, where we can just make our own jokes. And then sometimes you drop a podcast joke on the YouTube oh. channel, and it confuses everybody. Do you want to give everybody a quick time update? I certainly will. Thirteen minutes and 47, 48, 49, 50 seconds. So before we get the next entrance, are you proud of me? Are you proud of me? Why, are you proud of me? Tell me why I, I should be proud. I of got you. I bought a fucking Hoover. Yeah. I bought a Hoover like an adult the Thank other day because I needed mate. one. I needed a Hoover what and I bought one. What sort did you get? I got a Shark Hoover. They're great, aren't they? Yeah. I got Jack one. Atkins has a Shark. I got a, a like an officially company refurbished one with like a massive warranty on it. Uh, it nice. was like brand new, 300 quid on the site, and it was like 100 on eBay. And it was like, quickly get the Christmas money towards it. Yeah. Brilliant. So I'm an adult now. Well I bought done, a Hoover mate. and I'm excited to use it. Isn't that, that's the joy of being an adult, is having appliances that you're giddy about using. Like I got a slow cooker at Christmas. Yeah. It's just, oh man, just, yeah. Just, oh, I'm an old boring twat now. We got an air fryer in our house. I'm still well. desperate for an air fryer. Oh, Game changer. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? But I'm like, well, so we've got, we, we've got the slow cookers are amazing because you can just go, 
I can't be asked to cook tea later. I'm just going to whack a bunch of veggies and some meat in this pot. I've been... Turn it on. Hope for the best. See, I've been using it to like... I've been grilling uh, peppers because I like making hot sauce and I've been meaning to make some hot sauce for my brother recently. Um, but I've been just trying to get what peppers I can and just sort of letting them reduce and reduce and reduce after like frying them off and charring them and then just getting like a super concentrated deliciousness and then building sauces from it. Nice. And it's just like... Oh. Sam Driver brand hot sauces. I, I've wanted to make hot sauces for a long time. It's genuinely something I'd be like keen to do. But I'm, I never I'm, knew that about you. I've got too many interests. I need to condense. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to write a children's book. I don't want to make a short film. I don't want to learn how to animate. I don't want to do this. And it's it's. I feel like a dog at the side of the road kind of going after each <laughs> car that's coming past. <laughs> everything for something. Something for everyone means nothing for something. Yes. I think as the phrase goes. And you throw yourself into all sorts of things. <laughs> so we've got the um, deliciously awkward pairing of Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan. Taking on an actual tag team in the public enemy. What are Thank the odds God. of that draw? Oh, <laughs> I'm relieved Considering, that wrestling is fake. Hold on, they downplayed the shit out of this. But the second that it was like, Macho Man and Flair. <gasps> <laughs> the Road Warriors have to face... <gasps> <laughs> public enemy oh they're fine they're just, yeah, just throw them in together. <laughs> they were just one sheet of paper just the public enemy <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was one T one person like the roadblock <laughs> I thought he was one person so is your Hoover arrived yet or have you um... actually no we keep calling it Hoover it's outside that's erroneous it's outside yeah oh. it's uh, yeah it's a vacuum cleaner vacuum cleaner Hoover is the name of brand Hoover's such as brand. Tannoy yeah yes the Which old Alan Partridge's public address system <laughs> there's been a yeah the, and PA yeah, it's public address. Public address. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, so yeah. So Tannoy is PA. Tannoy is uh, a brand, yeah. Shark is a vacuum cleaner. Hoover is Hoover possibly is the most famous brand of vacuums in history, hence why everybody calls it a Hoover here. To the point where, I mean, there's... And the back of a car's a boot. Yeah. It's not a trunk. It's Americans that say trunk, isn't it? Yeah, if, you, if it was a trunk like sellotape to the back of the car, I'd get it. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it was at one point, just a big trunk. Why was it called a trunk? I guess that at some point on like a f an original Ford, there was no boot space. You'd just have a big chest, like uh, probably fixed into the back of it that you would like a big, uh, what do you call it? What do they call it? Trunk. Yeah, like a big fucking travel trunk, probably. Ah, so that makes more sense. When Americans say, look at all that junk in, in a trunk, what yeah. they're saying really is, look at all that rubbish in a Look how look dirty rubbish in a that car is. Yeah, because the state of that boot. Disgusting. Get, get it detailed. You've got a lot of rubbish in your boot. <laughs> Hey, look at all that rubbish. All that rubbish in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> a car boot sale. A sounds, sounds better than a car trunk sale. I just don't... Like, Americans surely have car boot sales, but I don't know what they call them. They call them flea markets. No. <laughs> flea markets, its own thing even here. Yard sales. Yeah, but I don't... I think it's weird to put all your shit on your front lawn. Then again, it's maybe weird to put it all on the back of your car and sell it out the back of your car on a rugby field yeah. on, like, a wet Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, America! <laughs> I love... I'm into a car boot sale in ages. Nah, I've not been to a car boot sale about 15, yeah. I want to go to a car boot sale. Go buy some knocked-off stolen gear. I just want to buy some tat. Yeah. yeah. Knocked off stuff, some stolen stuff, some yeah. tat. I want to buy, like, Wheel get of Fortune, of, the board game. You get a lot of, like, stolen missing. musical accessories and equipment. A lot. Yeah? Yeah. You're buying, like, guitars you got to just double check cereals. But like you'll find like a lot of guitar bags from companies like Ritter with just mysterious square holes cut out oh. of them where price tags would be for the low, low price of £15 at your local car boot sale. Just an easy You're way telling to me you want to miss out on those fraudulent items? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is it just because it's an easy way just to get them gone? Probably. I love this, by the you way. You just got to look for split screen cam, so it shows exactly the same thing. <laughs> what is the? <clears throat> yeah, so it's um, so it's quite a common thing then to. Oh yeah, but you just look. You way. just look for the guy. You just look for the guy in the white van looking cheapish, <laughs> and he'll have something that's been nicked. Carpet sales are worse. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I still want to. I want to go to. Is it Seam where the like mega one is? Oh, that's a lovely day out. All right, so love Ben Wells managed to turn sale. the tides back. Love a car boot sale. I want to go to a car boot sale. We just have to have our own on one of the podcasts one week. I'll bring oh. in all my shite, you bring in yours, and we'll just swap. Should we do a podcast live from a car boot sale? <laughs> there's got to be something like, I might, oh, there's got to be something radio-y in that. I'm going to work on that. Oh. There's got to be something in that. I just want an excuse to go to one. I don't think, I, I, I don't know whether Alex would enjoy it, but I know I certainly would. I, I, second I get a car. I'm going to a car boot sale. <laughs> Is that where the first car. place you go? Yeah. Go to go to a uh, go to a, a Tony uh, a Toby Carvery, <clears throat> followed by a car boot sale. Followed by a Toby Carvery, and then back for a Toby Car. A yeah, celebratory for lunch. Carvery. Yeah. It's your lunch. Yeah. yeah, breakfast Toby Carvery, car boot sale, lunch Toby Carvery. Yeah, and then maybe a little jaunt through the cinema or something, and then j- oh, Toby for tea. That's a great. Oh, day. they hit oh, their double move again. The double sandwicher. Benoit just got absolutely leveled, but Sullivan's fine. <laughs> I don't like that move. The ref is very chill about all it just, of this. It's, it, I think it's because it sort of bumps before it connects. Bumps before humps. Because it, it sort of there's that initial sort of bump of the collision, and then the actual sort of going through the table. So it feels like it's sort of steppy. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think he needed to hold his foot down. No, but, uh, he didn't. <laughs> so that's that. Another two two matches down. Yeah. Two down. <laughs> Watch a grunge leg drop the U-Jack through a press table. <laughs> uh, what did Dave give <laughs> Public Enemy versus Ben Warren Sullivan? I was going to say half a star. Three quarters of a star. You were less nice than Dave on that occasion. Uh, what do we make of the, the double team move from the public enemy? I think we might have talked about it in previous it's, episodes. I think it, it's because simply, like, there's the... As you're going to show it here, if you watch it here, it comes in, like, two steps. It's, like, the first hit, watch. So it sort of goes, like, one, stop, two, stop. And then they kind of fall on each other in a pile. And I get that that's the idea of it, but it's just a bit, like, oof. Like, it feels a bit too much. Yeah, like it feels like there's another way, like the that Johnny Grunge could be like getting some extra height for Rocco Rock or something. Like even if he's just pulling down the rope at the last minute for him to dive over, or like he picks him up and then deposits him onto the table. So it doesn't involve like uh, Rock because it's, it's like I get that well. it's like you know you 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 might get off on getting hurt by it or whatever. It's gonna add to it or you know trying to get into the mentality of like just two dudes that like to fight. It's like oh it it hits harder, but it's sort of a bit like. Oh, it's a bit awkward. Yeah, because it's like you, you it's, and it's got to suck to just take. Like, oh, it's our finisher time to get fucking all the way to the floor <laughs> real quick. It's like, well, bang! Can we learn a new finisher? He's got a manager. Oh, thank fuck for that! And what a manager, Theodore oh, Arlong. Man, Teddy tag Teddy. team play along. Hey, if anyone knows about random tag matches, it's Teddy Long. This has got to play maybe, into Pitman's wheelhouse. Is, maybe this is where it all comes from. Yeah. 
A random tag team match, eh? <laughs> I'll make a note of this. Scotty Steinies. Dave Meltzer joining in for this one. Right, Dave, it's a five star. Five star. <laughs> Scott's on the ramp. Look at those. Look at those pecs. Five stars. So Rick, uh, oh, sorry, Scott Is this Siren. the Tokyo Dome? I can't see any signs saying it's not. Six. <laughs> I would assume that Baton it is. Baton Rouge, that's a suburb of, of, of metropolitan Tokyo. I believe there is, yeah. a, there is a metro stop at Baton Rouge. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> There's North Shields, Meadowell, <laughs> Percy Main, <laughs> Tokyo Central. Well, hilariously, Craig Pittman was set to headline <laughs> that Wrestling World Peace show. Last time we checked, checked in with him. He was? He was going to team in the main event of the World I... Peace show. Not even like, this isn't even a bit. But Pittman. He's, he's, this is the first time we've seen him in about four months. Yeah, I know. I... Fuck me, how... What? Booty! Oh, God, it's Booty Man and the Booty Babe. Booty Man and Kimberly Page having a lovely time. Kimberly Page, who is a, a very attractive lady, but somehow has this geeky gawkiness about her that uh, she's, defies she's how she looks. She's got that kind of... I don't, it's, it's almost like Miss Elizabeth-y, but in a different way, where it's just sort of... She feels like a real person rather yeah. than like a big cartoon character, I guess. But she's different, obviously, to the way that Liz would be. But it, it's sort of it's similar sort of feel of like just an average person. Rick Steiner. How are they gonna? Oh no! Oh no! I can't imagine the Steiner brothers at all locking each other up and fighting in their living room all day, <laughs> and then just shaking hands and being fine with it. I'm curious to know. <laughs> I'm sure they'll. No, they never fall out. Are they? They're not actually brothers, Sam. Don't do this to me, Tom. Don't, no, no, they no, don't. They are brothers. <laughs> do you imagine? I just love how Rick Steiner got his name. Like, the fact that their surname's Rex Steiner, which is fucking amazing. And it just sort of went from that, from Rob Rex Steiner to just Rex Steiner to Rick Steiner. Uh, at, at this point in time, I believe that, uh, well, Rick's, if Rick Steiner is with his wife, they would maybe be talking about having a baby at some point. Because uh, their child won't come along until October of 1997. Ooh. So not yet. That's just made me feel really old. Yeah. Yeah. So not yet. We, don't, we haven't got a little brawn breaker just yet. Can I, can I just keep thinking about all young wrestlers as being a couple of years younger than me? And so that can. I can, you know, I can get my shit together. Look, <laughs> I'm only like a year older than, than, than him, right? And it's like, no, Sam, actually, your, your male physical peak has passed. You'll never be. Uh, <laughs> you'll never be the, the man you should have been. And it's like, oh, okay, okay <laughs> cheers. I'll just buy my Hoover. Buy a Hoover, I mate. bought Crocs as well, mate. Oh, no! No! I've been converted. Say it in, oh, I've really? Been converted, yeah. Are you going to sell us on the virtues of Crocs? Well, they, they were just nice, man. They're just nice. When, okay, so at what point did your mind turn? Uh, from oh my god crocs go away to actually yeah. steph got some and they look comfortable as fuck i'm not gonna lie okay. and it was just like yeah i think it's time for me to just wear comfortable things oh mate well so all summer you're gonna have to put up with my unbearable feet and crocs <laughs> it's gonna be uh well they'll I'll be go, hidden at least well i'll bring me you gotta pay in. more to see them yeah oh, oh god yeah. yeah mate yeah that's why i got crocs there's all the little holes so you can kind of see a bit of toe through it i was up with the first class jewels <laughs> yeah a little bit well, if you wear your Crocs, I'll wear me slippers. Alex got me some lovely slippers for my birthday. Yeah. So I should wear me slippers. It's better than me being barefoot. I'd yeah. happily walk around barefoot if it wasn't going to get me, like, imprisoned. 
What are you doing with your feet? That's going to get you in prison. For I, did, I just bed? feel like if you walked around barefoot, people would just be like, "What the well, fuck?" They, they wouldn't put you in prison. Though, I dude. don't know. I think I think I'd end up in some sort of weird if existential you... sort of you. You're going to prison for a long time. Why? Because you were walking around barefoot. If you if you kicked a granny <laughs> in the face with said barefoot and she fell onto train lines, then yeah, I could see your bare feet putting you in prison. I can't control my unrestrained, <laughs> unrestricted feet, Tom. I don't know what's going to happen in public when the shoes come off. We're not meant to wear shoes anyway. <laughs> We're not meant to We're not meant to eat shoes. bread either. No, bread's no, bad bread for us. No, bread is bad, man. A lot of stuff that we, we enjoy is yeah. bad for us. We're not yeah. meant to have alcohol. No, but I mean, it's 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 nice. it's, it's if you legalize other things, then then we might need to, we won't be able to stop. Here's the problem: legal, <laughs> yeah, make bread illegal, and uh, and and you yeah. solve a lot of problems. Yeah, I love the idea of bread becoming illegal. Bread becomes illegal, so instead, I'm going to buy a loaf of hash, <laughs> slather it in butter, and just chow down. No, I'm just going <laughs> to stickiest toaster in the world. I'm just going to get to know some guy in Bencham that can get me like a Hovis loaf. <laughs> Some guy in Benjamin. I've go, got mighty yeah. white. I've got mighty white. You're behind on your only, payments only of mighty white, lad. <laughs> 50 a loaf. Uh. You owe us 400 quid for the last three loaves, man. <laughs> I can get it. That means you. That means you've got to do something for us, kidder. <laughs> and you get to see he has to smuggle bread across like county lines from <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> He's got to meet some proper skeezy. Oh, man. We need to make. How are you putting illegal... bread rolls up your bum? Well, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You know, you just gotta do it. I guess, I guess, I guess everything goes up there if you're brave enough. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's more like a personal limit, right? You gotta, you gotta push past that. Like, you know, Mo Farah didn't wake up one morning and just all of a sudden be the greatest. No, you know, you say just, just didn't just, didn't just sort of pop out one day as a, as a baby and just go, oh, boom, world record. You know, you got to really work hard at getting that 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 bread up there, Tom. I like how and not damaging it. That's like, the key. I like how we're comparing because you can't exactly vacuum pack. <laughs> it's going to ruin the bread. I like how we're comparing. Starty cake. The people that smuggle starty cake, they're the they're the most hardened of criminals. <laughs> Christ, you know, you recognise them by their gait. That's why there's a hole in the top of starty bread. So there's there's, there's pressure equalisation. At the at airports, uh, they, you're told to look out as you're working on staff for airports. You're told to look out for John Wainers, uh, and you'll see them walking like like they've just got off a horse. Chances are, <laughs> you can't see it sadly yeah. on the Patreon. Uh, Sound driver is showing us how one would walk if they were smuggling bread through an international airport. Morning, sir. Uh, can I help you? No need. <laughs> you got dog sniffing out. Sniffing you as you're walking past. Mm, that dog could smell granary. <laughs> just, there's literally just a, one of those big airport trolleys just in a big, like, vacuum-sealed bag covered in black tape. <laughs> yeast dogs definitely sniffed something there, son. <laughs> I like... Right, okay, so we started We started uh, 29 minutes ago. So, by the way, 29 minutes uh, and 30, 31, 32, 33. That's your timestamp. About... Five, ten, fifteen minutes ago, we were going. Yeah. Oh yes, I have. About five, ten, fifteen minutes ago, we were going. I think Cody, like, is actually a really strong baby face. I think he'd do well in the night. I think his, this will be good for Mania. And then we've spun on fifteen minutes. So how much bread could you smuggle up your bum through an international airport? Can you roll the bread up? I, I imagine it'd no, be, it'd it'd be much easier it. to, to to smuggle tortillas. No, that hurt. No. Oh I, no. No, 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 no. Tortilla crisps, like tortillas as in like wraps. Oh the wraps, okay. I thought you meant like Doritos. 
You'd have to like roll them up into like a tube, but at least it would be sort of a standardized shape, I guess. Yeah, and I get. Would they kind of re once you extradited them? Well, that's that's the issue. Is would you they need resume to make sure, their shape? But you need to make sure that you don't, because the the value is in the bread being un untainted. Untainted bread. Would you want to eat bread that you know has been up somebody's jacksy? It's always how badly I want the bread. I, I guess mean, it's with drugs, isn't it? If you want a drug bad enough. You'll, you'll, around you'll, Christmas when they've got the extra thick hovers on. Yeah. <laughs> 17, 17 drug traffickers die at Christmas. When, <laughs> when, the, when the bread demand go, goes up. Yeast becomes a controlled substance. <laughs> she tried to smuggle two Put it in class once. A. Just <laughs> I just get a big hat. <laughs> Big so enough for a loaf. They'd be so a ten-gallon hat. <laughs> so distracted by a big hat, they wouldn't see me put warm bread up my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring it out and flatten it all back to square. Just like... Oh, just patting down bread. Just desperate. Oh, nice. Oh, beautiful. I'm glad they're fighting, by the way. Yeah. They're Steiners always have fun when they fight. They're kind of that very unique pool of talent whereby they're a tag team, but also work well as singles wrestlers against yeah. each other. Yeah, it, it's like because Rick sort of like I wouldn't say Rick gets written off like, but Rick never sort of saw the I guess extended single success of Scott. No, but it, it doesn't make Rick any less entertaining or dynamic to watch in the ring when they are apart. Yes, and I think that's that's sort of like the marker of the Steiners is just that you know it's they're up there with. Road Warriors and, and a lot of other very famous tag teams for their tag team work. But I think as individual stars, they both excelled to their own strengths, for sure. I mean, Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal both had bangers against Flair. Yeah. In their own, in you know. But yeah. I mean, like, in terms of extended separation and success, mm. like, Rick is just as, like, entertaining to watch, like, then as he is now. Yes, as as their own entities. Like, I just can't believe that, but I just can't believe WWF weren't like trying to just get them under any circumstances. I know that they'd been kind of weird feelings after the initial relationship, but like, Christ, imagine these in WWF at the time during the Attitude Era. Yeah, Scott being allowed to be a little bit more unrestrained. Oh, there you go, Rick's done it. Rick and the Booty Man did it. Scott's just like, I did. You didn't do anything. I told you. <laughs> He's got a weak ankle. I told you to just snap it. <laughs> snap it. Snap the ankle. Snap ankle. If you snapped ankle, and then what? What you do after that is I just go Rick, Rick, mate. I, I had to do it. It was to win a match. Oh, is it cold in there? Was a bit of a lingering shot there, WCW cameraman. A bit cold in there, I think. I mean, uh, it's probably one of them ice hockey arenas. Yeah, that's probably why, isn't it? Yeah. Do you well, remember how cold it would get in the the arena when they used to have the ice under there? Oh. I don't know. Do they still do the ice hockey at the arena? Um, the Manchester Storm, I know, does the ice hockey from Altrincham, and that's freezing. Altrincham, we ran um, with ran WCBW. Yeah, that was fucking like. It was expected because, hey, we're going to an ice arena, but you, you don't really expect how cold it is actually going to be when it's like. If you've been to an ice arena for like a gig, like to see mm. a big fucking band, by the time you get in there, there's like 5,000 people in. When you get in there in the afternoon to set up, it's just like, oh shit, this is freezing. freezing this is cold. fucking awful. And then as the ice starts to melt as well, that's another thing that we just weren't prepared for. Like the ice will fucking melt and you'll just have puddles of liquid everywhere backstage near all the cables and power. And it's like, ah! this could go terribly wrong. 
constantly just like, that needs lifting, that needs to run over there, this all needs to run over the fucking stand, this all has to go around that way. In the mid-90s, uh, at Whitley Bay Ice Rink, they ran WWF shows. I have a recording of Metallica Live from Whitley Bay oh Ice Rink. Oh, my God. Which amazing. is fucking, it, it's surreal, but it was the biggest arena we had. Yeah. Everybody went to Whitley Bay. Yeah. I'd, and, and obviously now it's still the utility arena in Newcastle. It should still be the Telly West, if you it ask me. It should still be Telly I West. I don't even give a shit if it's not in business anymore. Here's Jim Duggan with a fucking flap. Fucking Metro oh, Radio yes, Arena. Yes, I, Jim Duggan. I remember calling it Metro Radio Arena. Uh, but there was, there's been a lot of conversation about a new arena opening on the gates head side. Yeah, but it's smaller than I thought it was going to be. They're, all the initial talks seem to indicate 20,000 seats, which was like, okay, that that now we're talking. Like, because the big problem with Newcastle has been we have a very small arena. Well, not very small, but like an average arena, I guess. Mm. You know, like 11,000 absolute capacity. You don't really get anything fucking cool going off in it. Like, you get... Back in the day, that was a lot of seats, but now you, we're just used to bigger and bigger, bigger venues. So it, it's like you need something more. Plus, we've got the Sage there, so it makes sense to maybe make that more of a musical area. Yes. Keep it all together. But we're going to need another bridge, aren't we? We are needing another because bridge. Because there's no fucking way the Millennium Bridge is going to take, like, you know, 16,000, 17,000 people every other night walking no, across it. Oh, it's going to crumble. We need another bridge. Which means an extra bridge, which means fuck yeah, Newcastle. I like, yeah, we can, we have loads of bridges. Bridges are our thing. Yeah. Bridge, I, you I, ever come to Newcastle, look at the bridges. It's the best part. I love that my journey home means I have to cross a bridge and I just change the bridge. It's the architecture, man. It's just all of it. It's, mm. it's stunning, but... It's the idea are... that, like, it was, like, because Newcastle's, like, a, just in, like, a shipyard town. There's a lot of... A lot, lot of, of industry. A lot of industry yeah, so here. bridges would be for different sort of industries at set points, you know, that you'd have all the coal trains coming in on one. You'd have the local metro train kind of going on its own bridge. You had pedestrianised and driver bridges. But yeah. yeah, if you come to Newcastle, we've got a lot of bridges. We like our bridges. What did uh, Dave give Steiner and Booty versus Craig and Scott? See, that was probably the best match we've seen so far tonight. So I'm going to say one star. Two and a quarter. All right. Let's get it two and a quarter. I'm really underselling Dave now. Double guessing myself. VK Wall Street and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. VK Wall Street just off a fucking hell of a showing against Flair as oh well. Oh my God, yeah. Like, like all offense was VK Wall Street. Flair... Would eventually kind of get his his comeback, but in a very Ric Flair underhanded manner. VK Wall Street looking shit hot right now. Looked amazing in there. Uh, yeah. They're facing Lord Stephen Regal and David Taylor. Now it was meant to be Lord Stephen Regal and the Belfast Bruiser. Yes, but uh, Bruiser got hurt in that in that uh, car park match they had. Yeah, which isn't surprising considering like that was uh, that was like WCW going naught to a hundred. Even though now it's kind of like oh that's just your standard NXT car park brawl. That, for the time, was WCW and not to 100 in, like, the space of one segment. Yes. So, no surprise that it kind of maybe got a bit injury-ish, but at the same time, it was a very memorable piece of TV, and Dave Taylor's a phenomenal wrestler and works well with Regal, and it's a good fit. Yeah, and it's, and it's a nice bit of storyline here because Lord Stephen yeah. Regal went, my partner's injured, and it's almost like he's cooked the books a little and, bit to get yeah, his tag partner and that's on things his side. like Taylor had a good showing as well, right, about a couple of weeks ago. Yes, sure, he yeah. did, him and Benoit. Yeah. And they, they, he, again, had, like, most of the offense in the match. So we got Wall Street and Taylor here kind of on a little bit of a build. And Taylor's somebody I wish just got more love, like, yeah. once. Because WCW does an all right job with him. But it feels like it was like, I don't know what, if they just didn't see a certain thing in him or what, or whether they just really expected all of the British performers to be more Regal-esque, which only really Regal can do the way that Regal does, right? So it's like Dave Taylor can't just be emulating that because it wouldn't be Dave Taylor. 
I think pretty much everybody that was British had that same game. Oh, even Bulldog, right? You just cover yeah. him in the colours of the flag. And hey! Yeah. And it's 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 cool, but it's sort of like, Jesus, the, the wrestling world used to be very small. Which is funny when it's World Championship <laughs> Wrestling and the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Where anything outside of America is like, oh, look at this foreigner! I guess Americans all know the British, though. So it's it's sort of like, oh, he's it's world. It's he's yeah. from England. He's from the UK. But it shouldn't be like weird. <laughs> it's like that it's we've somebody... got Alex Wright, and there's just no like there's no like emphasis really on the fact that he's like uh I mean, he's the yeah. only German talent they've got that's kind of killing it. His background in kind of training. That's true. They don't really wrap him in the German flag or anything. Do yeah, they? they try to treat him as like which a... I don't know. Again, if that's just a sign of the times, because I mean, Christ, the, you'll know maybe more than me, but growing up, it was still very um. You know, it wasn't out of the ordinary to hear grandparents complain about <laughs> the Germans. Um, yeah. And it wasn't out of the ordinary for, you know, like, I don't know. It just felt like the world might have been a little bit less ready mm. to embrace stuff. I yes, guess, I, I am old past. enough to remember the war. Thank yes. you. I am old enough to. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, my grandparents who very much had that. Yeah. And, and, and still the butt of jokes, even when I was growing you could up. Have like, you could have like an amazing German tennis player, but my granddad had watched Wimbledon on the express, on the express wish to see him go out. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like, okay, mm. right. So maybe it's still some of that, I guess. But like, British people are an easy, I guess, heel because you can be posh, you can be kind of pompous, you can look down your noses at these Americans. I like that now it's it's less about that. Like you look at a lot of uh, wrestling products now and they're from all over the place. And yeah. there's less emphasis on the fact because that... Because the thing is, it was always like that. There, were, yeah. there was always different markets and different um, methods and, and techniques, but it just wasn't quite as open a world of wrestling at the time. This is getting over like Rover. The old taping of the fists. Bop. <laughs> it's, it's rubbish, but it's wrestling. But so, so... Is, so is a fucking two by four. Yeah. So like, is the people's elbow. Yeah, so, so is wrestling in general. So is the worm. That's like The Rock's biggest thing, right? You've got a standing elbow over as the most exciting move going. So why not? Could you could you remember when they first... It was a SmackDown 2. It was like his elbow band comes off oh. when he hits the people's elbow and he throws it into the audience. And it was like... Ah! And then when you were for a second, when he took the other one off... You go for a third or a fourth, he'll take off the invisible elbow pads. But like <laughs> the first couple, it's like, shit, it went for his other one. Oh my God. That's Just like great. in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a real people's elbow. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, that blew my mind when it happened. Yeah, yeah. but like, so like, it's wrestling. And wrestling, yeah, wrestling it, is inherently bollocks. You know, like he, so why not? But the thing is, well, they, they have been kind of hammering home the fact that Duggan comes from a line of, of sort of tape fist boxers. Yes. That it's in his family blood, bare knuckle and tape fist fighting. And so he would obviously genetically probably be predisposed to being able to hit people in the face harder because he'll probably have you know, adaptable hands. And there was a great moment where we had the Giant versus Jim Duggan the other week. Yeah. When when Duggan was on the floor and he was frantically... Yeah, trying his... and Giant knew to get there before it happened. But didn't get there. But yeah. we well, kind of go, oh, what if? Mm. What if he landed it? Would it the title change? And I like that. I like yeah. that. It's bollocks and I like it. Uh, what did Dave give VK Wall Street and Duggan versus Regal and Taylor three, over in 346? Three quarters of a star. Give it a dud. A dud. Zero. God damn it. Now it's Dirty Dick Slater time. Oh, Dirty Dick. 
thick. This is, it's just so wall to wall. Like, you know, bang, you, bang, like, bang, you're bang, getting good bang. value. You can't say you're not getting good value. It's just a shame about the quality <laughs> yeah. that you're getting. We're getting a lot. We're getting quality. We're getting quantity, it's sort of like not going, quality. It's sort of like buying a mix up that's pre made, I guess. <laughs> and going, oh, like a pound for that. That's huge. Yeah, I'll get that. And then it's all licorice. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. It's a good shout. <laughs> Where's all the Haribo? Yeah. Where's all the fucking cola cubes, man? <laughs> Where's the pear drops? I wanted to mix my own mix up, god this damn is it. Just, this is just fucking... What do you call them? Licorice all sorts. <laughs> the Bassett creature always scared me. Hey, we talk of the devil! Hey. We talked about old Alex, right, didn't we? Germany. Dance music. Otto Vance. Autobahn and Kraftwerk. Yeah. Ramstein, but not quite publicly as big yet. Nearly there, Give it about four years, mutter's going to drop and they're going to be fucking everywhere. Here comes somebody who's completely irrelevant. Here's a mutter I wish would drop. Disco Inferno. I like on Twitter when he goes, who oh, isn't wrestling rubbish now? And everyone goes, shut up, Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> That's Twitter. Glenn. 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 Fuck off. <laughs> Clip that. Just use it whenever you need to. Use it whenever you need to. I'm sorry, but the man who used to come out and do Disco Fever had the gall to tell me and Ross that we looked silly. He's called... Are you for real? No, it's... it's see gives, you, who Jimmy! Gives a, who gives a shit? It's, I don't it's, care, it's but like... like if, Austin, if Austin told you you look like a twat, yeah. I'd go, yeah, fine. Yeah. If, if fucking, a valid... If, if anybody told me I look like... Yeah, fine, but if Disco Inferno... Come on. Disco Inferno! Telling us we look... You see you! Yeah. yeah, I got paid though. Got paid though. So did I. I was on a shift. <laughs> I did it in work hours. <laughs> I will give it. I will say I fucking hated him as a kid. And that was like, the point. And that was the point. So like you know I I as much as you know it's all fucking whatever. I don't. I could not give less of a shit. Mm. Um, because yeah. it, it's sort of like I'm not coming to you for for opinions. It's sort of how I I treat a lot of sort of people where it's like okay. I'm not coming for your opinion, so I, I couldn't give a fuck. But like, as a kid, hated you. Yeah. As an adult, just 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 fucking wished, man. Just <laughs> wished. Just wew. We live in a time where yeah. everyone has a podcast, so like everyone's just gonna go. Hey, yeah. Here's my thoughts. And yeah. And they they are they're magnified. Not as good as when I was making fifty grand a year. Back in my day, I kind of want to do like a spoof podcast called Back in My Day by Grizzly John Grizzleson, <laughs> and it's just him going, rubbish now. <laughs> I got stabbed eight times by my best friend, and, and I you liked seen, it. You seen the Undertaker's got a safe full of automatic weapons? Yeah. Back when I was wrestling, I was a younger kid. Undertaker didn't need automatic weapons. Undertaker had a cult, and Undertaker <laughs> used to be able to fire quicker than Wild Bill. <laughs> I seen him. <laughs> I told Andre the Giant. I was just going to shoot pin him that night. Andre you know the what? Giant. I just changed my mind. Andre the Giant used to be Andy the Giant until yeah. Disco Inferno came along. Disco Inferno told Andy, you fucking drop that Andy, mate. You pretend you're French, you're Andre. And it's just going to be huge. It's going to be fucking huge. And he listened to 10-year-old Greg. He did. He listened to 10-year-old Greg, and he got me a job as Disco Inferno. <laughs> and that's how it went down. Eric Bischoff <laughs> sent me a contract for £10 million. Pounds. I just... Forgot to fill it out and send it I didn't, back. I Otherwise, didn't, I'd have been WCW I didn't, champion. I didn't need the contract, see, because I was top at charts. 
with disco <laughs> fever. <laughs> I could have been the world champion, but I went, no, I like working in this warehouse. I, I am Three here, I am here to, to put those younger kids to their test, through the tests and to their limits. <laughs> and, and to be honest, as uh, even though I was younger than a lot of them at the time, I, I thought that that was the most commendable rail. I used to run a wrestling school, did I tell you? Ran a wrestling school, and the first student come in when I want to learn to wrestle, I want to be like Steve Austin. Do you know what I did? Fucking smashed him with a glass, kicked then, fuck out of him. And then I fired said, him. If you come back tomorrow, then you're worth and it. And then I fired him via FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like Steve Austin, you want to be like Disco Inferno, lad, get your BGs on. He's got to learn the basics. You ever see that one John Travolta film? Me too, it's fucking banging. There you go, done. <laughs> I didn't lose. I'm sorry, I didn't win, uh, but I didn't lose. I uh, wanted to be there. Yeah. I wanted this to be the result. I didn't want to, yeah, that's it. That was just I just it. love me some dirty dick just piling on top of me for the pin. <laughs> Where are you from? I don't fucking know. <laughs> She's out of a, a, what's, oh, what's the, what's the colonel got? Colonel's nicked uh, something. He's got it hiding in his jacket. <laughs> Disco Inferno knows, uh, Disco I, Inferno knows exactly. What's oh, going on? Boot off. Oh, 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 it's the boot. He's hiding the boot. He's putting a crock on it. Hiding the boot. I remember texting Eric Bischoff before texts were invented. And I said, hey, I've got an idea for you, Eric. Do a wrestling show on Monday night. Same before time I text, It was a pager. A pager. Yeah. I had a pager because it was cool. Any but doctors and cool people had pagers. And I was a cool doctor. Only. I, I love Jeeves just bowing to give them. Oh man, oh, that's a nice little bit. It's, we we spent the whole time talking about that. Like we we it's honestly fucking fuck them. Uh, but dirty dick, <laughs> dirty dick, well done, dirty lads. dick for the win. Uh, dick Slater and Bobby Eaton are into the main event. Fucking okay, the first round goes on. Um, In fairness, though, like Bobby Eaton, somebody who's going to be able to pull out. With somebody who didn't really get a lot in there, Bobby yeah. Eaton, somebody who can yeah, you can bring the pace when needed. Pulled out dirty dick. Yeah. Um, what did Dave give that DDP. as a rating? Uh, let's say, I don't fucking know, about three quarters. Minus a quarter of a That's star. That's what I said, minus a quarter. So That's me in the right. Is Diamond Dallas paid? <laughs> so the story is, he lost all his money, he lost his girlfriend, he lost his home. He has a financial backer who's basically got him back into WCW after he yeah. lost his job, giving him new ring attire, and has put him in the Battle Bowl tournament. <laughs> and the Lethal Lottery tournament. I, it's just weird, like... Because as a kid, I, I just vividly remember DDP. Um, as, you know, DDP, bang, fucking leather cut off jacket. Like, the DDP. But you, you do really forget a lot of the lead-in with DDP. It's not, like, tumultuous. It's just sort of, like... It sort of comes from a little bit of nowhere initially. And then it's like, oh, shit. Like, he's really, you know, suitable for, for this sort of shit. Let's mm. go. And then, of course, the way he'll be handled when he goes to WWE is a little bit regrettable. I mean, the stalker thing but it's memorable and that's the thing like the the, the fucking i remember crowding around the tv with my brother and then you know the reveal and it's ddp and it was like oh it's a bit shit but ddp yeah. ddp's here i remember being buzzing when yeah. when i saw that i think the WWE it was like finally a star yeah someone <laughs> it was it kind of felt like this was the first the first big jump yeah when WDF.com's logo, like the, the splash page, was just DDP with the hood off. Yeah. Like, what? It's, it's fucking DDP. Like, and to think he got started so late. Yeah. To I think know what you was, talked you know, earlier about like, like oh. sat doing the Cadillac run in, you know, for Mania and just sort of being a bit parter in his own little sphere. And then just sort of took a, you know, just decided to try something else. I mean, I'll give it another go. And like, 
It shows you that a lot of the time in entertainment in general, it's not about your actual age. It's about sort of like your, your TV age. Yeah, and I, the, know, I think the approach is a lot to do with it. Mm. I think that, you know, uh, having been in this sphere since leaving uni, um, sometimes for corporate media, not just sort of the, the, the stuff I'm blessed to be able to, to work on at the minute, um, it's it sort of, if you... If your approach is wrong, you're going to get nowhere. And I think that a lot of the time approach comes with age and it comes with experience. So it's like you need to burn a lot of bridges to, to make a lot of bridges. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just fucking... I just, I've done so much like, and I don't feel like, again, like, I think some, I'm still quite new in like the YouTube sphere, but I'm 39. <laughs> yeah. But this is new. And I just wish that there's so many things I, I've done over the last couple of decades. Yeah. And I wish I could go back now with the knowledge I've got. I would do them quite differently. It's like, I, I feel like uh, I'm one of those people where it's like I've, I've fucked up a lot, like a lot. Uh, but it, it's like if you have to make all of those decisions to, to, to sort of become someone who sees through it, I guess it, it's beneficial in a way. Well, they're not, then they're not. They're, I always but, say you never make a wrong decision. Yeah. You never make a wrong decision. I, they all lead you to wherever you got to go. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's, it's sort of. It's weird, but like, yeah, I think I think like approach and sort of learning from mistakes, just generally in life, yeah. uh, as well as in media. But media, sort of, it, it's it's something that like should should like I ever have to go back into that world is terrifying because it's just sort of like God, you do feel a bit like a because next year's ten years working on YouTube for me. Wow, you feel a bit like a an MTV presenter hitting like twenty one. Where it's a bit like, oh, okay, mm. like I'm getting a bit older now. <laughs> it is, but then like it's it's a case of just adapting, and I don't think that I think as long as we always adapt, yeah, and you know, and, and are willing to learn, and mm. don't just go, this is what we've always done, and we'll always do what we've always done, yeah, and we'll always get what we always got, then it should be fine. I think yeah. as long as we're, you know, you will have noticed by now we started doing YouTube shorts. Yeah. And it's just kind of going, it's those little things like that going, this is where things are going, let's see if it works for us. Rather it. than just kind of it's, decrying it. It's, it's you know, we're doing a live show this weekend. Well, yeah, by well, now you've by seen now it. By now you'll have seen it. It'll and be on the brilliant, channel. brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. That bit where Tom got his knob out. Oh, it's great. Very unscripted. Yeah. It's, it's bigger than you realise, isn't it? Everyone said that. You didn't have to slap Adam across the face with Oh, it, he man. had that coming. <laughs> Yeah, that comment. He was on the side, and so I think it was he was on the other side of the room when I did that. <laughs> so we've got That's men. Right, he's very tall. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's adapting and it's trying yeah. new things. And it's not being afraid of of, of of pivoting and stuff like that. And yeah, because I came from radio and like this is a way like I'm able to to the skills you transfer. Yeah, but it's still like a a whole new world to do it. And you go ah, yeah. just see where we go. It's, and it's about finding like stuff to kind of keep going and you know exploring. It, it, there's just a lot comes with time. It's weird. Mm. It's exciting. Oh, oh, that was yeah. It's exciting. I think it's, but yeah, it's. You shouldn't be intimidated by the fact that you're coming to ten years because there's people that have it's yeah, been but on it's, YouTube it's, for longer. It's like a, it's but... it's it's a weird one, Max. It's like ten years. It's like that's a decade I've spent making online videos. A decade of distraction. And what? 2016 was the first time I appeared on camera, I think. So you're on camera so years. Seven, seven years on camera. And like I've only really started doing stuff properly on camera since Cultaholic. So even less, I guess. But 10 years in total is just a bit. Because, you know, when I first came in, it was still the Wild West. 
like on the back. It was oh. like, you know, you could, when I first started working on what culture, it was all footage and it was all kind of like sort of fly by night, do whatever you want. Um, and it, it, YouTube is a very different beast to where, where it was and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time we saw the Barbarian, though? Just to get back to the match. Now, um, oh gosh, I. He's think... been on Saturday night, I think. I think a few Saturday nights. Because he's not featured on Nitro, I think, since '95, for us, if at all. I can't remember seeing him. I think he's did '95. We but... might have only seen him in watch-alongs. Like he might be like almost like a Saturday night exclusive. But Meng and the Barbarian are, are an established team in general. Was it the Barbarian or the Warlord that was? Oh, controversial. Nice. Oh, double pin. I love how the ref just went, oh, wait. Oh, hey. oh, what? Oh. Meng is not going to be happy. Meng is not going to be happy. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to Meng? Oh. Of all the people to do that to, referee, run. Run. Run now. He, run. He bit a guy's nose off. Run. Scrappy. <laughs> he pulled fish. a guy's teeth out at an airport. <laughs> run. Run. He did. We saw him do it. <laughs> Interesting finish. But it's also like the ref didn't quite know that was going to be the finish. I mean, that's a nice move, to be fair. That looked nice and crisp from the Barbarian. Was it, it was either Barbarian or Warlord, but you know the, it's still real to me, damn it. You know that guy? He got to manage uh, one of the, I think it might be Warlord, actually, not Barbarian. But I think he got to manage, like, and he was managing at a show recently. I was like, oh, go on, because like, it's got to be like living the dream for him. It's still real. So it, it's just, I don't I, he's a good follow. He's just very positive all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. We should yeah. get Desert Island Graps, actually. Oh, I, I think he'd be fun. great. He'd have a very rare kind of approach to it, I think, compared to a lot of other people. Okay, yeah. So oh. I think, like, I imagine if, could you imagine if you got Cornette on Desert Island Graps? It'd just Ooh. be like, this match from like 1963 at this auditorium. I'd be it. wasn't it. tape for TV. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be like, okay. I'd be up for it. I'd block out four hours and we'd be yeah. up for it. I think you need it. <laughs> you, yeah, you need it. Undertaker. Big oh, Bubba. <laughs> Undertake is he coming out to the... the You've done it Is he now. coming out to the, the dungeon music? Me. No, it wasn't. It was slightly Wait. like the dungeon music. No, that's... Yeah, it's, it's, I was going to say. Right, we got Stevie, Stevie Ray. Ray time. Stevie Ray. So Big Bubba and Stevie Ray. I like, I've never seen Big Bubba doing the uh, Undertaker American Badass gimmick in 1996. I just... Big Bubba in general, man. Like, I, 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 I think I've told you before, one of the most heartbreaking things I've had to do is we used to live with a guy called Steve. Uh, and Steve was a huge... Um, like, a huge uh, Big Boss Man fan. Mm. But, like, Steve worked hard. Like, he was, like... He, he had a really physical job and, like you'd be away for days at a time. So maybe the only time you'd see him was before he was about ready to go out for a night out or something. And he'd be sort of half cut and he'd be talking to him and he'd be like, oh, whatever happened to Big Boss Man? And it's like, oh, it's the third time I've had to tell you this. Oh. Well, like, it's like third time I had to tell him it was like he died. And it's every time it was sort of like killing a puppy. It was oh, like, oh God, no, I don't want to. Cause he had like a Big Boss Man hoodie and stuff. And it was like, oh. But he Aww. he like he was like the rare. Um, it's like my man was a big boss man fan, but it, it sort of they didn't really ever rate like or look at the performance. It wasn't like the how he moved in the ring or like. And it was just like, I just liked him. He was like a magnetic person to watch. He was like and like the big Bubba stuff just never scanned for me. It's, it's weird because like the I'm used to big Bubba in the suit. Big Bubba kind of being a bit of a you know, like a bit of a dab hand at everything and mm. sort of involved with some unsavory characters on the on the periphery. Uh, Big Boss Man is just gold. I, I yeah. love the whole thing. The, the whole setup of, 
you know, eventually what would be nails, it sucked. But like the idea of it in the build is yeah. amazing. It's all about the boy. You know, that, it's it? like the boss man was abusive in his power as a, and it's sort of, you hear Pritchard talk about it and he's like, you'd have prisoners who used to work at his prison calling the company with like the very limited minutes they have to say that we're talking shit. And then he was like <laughs> a really nice man. And he's like, so there was this weird like, wow. cause he was a prison officer first. He's like, there's this weird group of like, prisoners who would always be like no fuck wwf like you're lying about him <laughs> like he's really good like, he wasn't a piece of shit whoever this nails guys is is full of shit i love it and i just I love that, love that was it. a thing and it, it's but it, the other big missed opportunity i've always found from from pitchers podcast is the dtk thing he says at one point during the mid 90s attitude era start taking off like 97 98 mm. they were gonna rethink doink oh and they were gonna have something called dtk industries and it would be this very skeezy man, sort of a bit of an APA style, I think, like free for it. We'll do anything, basically. Yeah. Um, but they had kind of a bit of a remit of what they were going to be as a stable. But it would eventually be revealed that it's Doink under a different wow. guise. And it would be this more like weird fucked up Doink, like Marilyn Manson-esque sort of that's alternative 90s Doink. And it's like, ah, oh, that, that's like, that would have been unreal. Because if you see Matt Bourne and the Born Again shtick, it, it's just like, God, it's so fucking like captivating. Almost like not dissimilar to what like Joker was in Batman. Yeah. Like the head of a crime syndicate. But it's sort of the, the idea of having Doink as this sort of weird gangster oh, style figure. I, I, it's just the first time I ever heard him say it, I was like, fuck, man, that would have been gold. That would have been so good. Oh, jeez. The eye, like the Doink the Clown as the heel clown was excellent. Like, Hitting people with fucking car batteries and yeah. popping c balloons and cigars. Yeah. And then they went, oh gosh, people really like Doink. Let's make him a good guy. Yeah, but Dink like, and Doink no! was like my first, uh, some of my first memories. Like my first memories of wrestling. I remember the the colors of the blue ring. I remember it being, I think it was blue ring. It looked like an old school kind of smaller venue. I remember Doink on the outside with the bucket. Yeah. I remember Dink. I don't remember who they were facing, but that's like my first ever memory of like seeing it. Oh, that sounds like an episode of Monday Night Raw from like 93. Yeah, it was like... At the, at the, it at the it can't have been that early. It would have been probably 94-ish. Yeah, okay. And I don't know if my cousin was watching a tape or whatever, but like... I remember vividly. Oh, it was weird. wow. Because they had a bucket and sometimes it had confetti in and sometimes, sometimes it had water. water. Yeah. But I still think Doug is better than Randy. <laughs> yeah. So when were they looking? I mean, when was that DK DTK industry? I'll, I'll have a look into it afterwards. Around. But it, it, it's, it, I'm sure he said it was like Attitude Era, so like 97, 98, I guess, probably. That was when they, they really kind of got creative with it, right? Mm. So it's just, oh man, Scott Norton as well. Yeah, Scott Norton, Fire and Ice. Wearing the, wearing the fucking fire gear, just. Yeah, Fire and Ice. Why is Stevie Ray attacking him? You both got fire. Fire should be uniting <laughs> against ice here. You'd have thought so, yeah. The fire and the heat <laughs> versus the coldness of Bubba and ice. The big, train. the big Bubba Ice Man <laughs> train. Ice Train's <laughs> been around for years as well, lest we forget. Like I remember Ice Train, like a, I think he did like War Games. He was on the War Games '93 card. It's double shoulder barge. That'll oh, do. It because it feels odd because like WCW seemed to have oh, um, like. A lot of people on their roster where it was like, oh man, like I, I just feel like with a little bit more focus, like because Fire and Ice, they appeared on Nitro for the first time, what, last week? And mm. they'd been a thing for two months by this point, two and a half months by the point of this pay-per-view or something. But like, they're just different. 
to other characters. They might not be the most exciting thing to watch, but like just to mix it up. They're different, yeah. Yeah. And they feel like an established team now. Now obviously they've got yeah. the gear that's that, that matches. Fire, ice. The... We're about to have uh, another icy revelation soon. Oh, Blood Runs Cold. I'm going to have a quick wee. You go for a quick wee. Uh, but if you want to keep the chat. Oh, I'll keep I'll keep every, I'll keep you warm. I'll, if you're listening to this, I'll keep you warm. Like you know, Sam will be back shortly, but thank you for choosing to spend a few hours with us. Uh, watching Slamboree 1996. It's quite the ride this is, is it not? It certainly is. Uh, if you want to see us watching it, I don't know whether you do so already, but we have a Patreon. And from that, you can support Cultaholic. Uh, there's numerous different tiers. As a thank you for supporting Cultaholic, you can watch video versions of the classic Raw review, the classic Nitro review, the classic SmackDown review, and you can watch video versions of Desert Island Graps as well. So... <clears throat> We had uh, the episode last week. We had a we, we had episodes. We have an episode going out. Sorry, next week featuring Impact Wrestling's Dirty Dango, and obviously that'll be available on the audio podcast feed as normal. But you'll be able to watch it on the video feed as well. Uh, and every time that I'm in this room with Jack Atkins or Sam Driver or whenever Matthew and I get together for the classic SmackDown review, you get to watch the video version of that as well. So you do that as if you become a Patreon at the $10 tier. There are other tiers if you don't want to spend $10. Either way, thank you for supporting what we do. And you can find out more at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. And we talked about it a little bit there. Uh, but a thank you once again if you came out to support us for Cultaholic Live at Little Buildings in Newcastle. Appreciate you coming along. First time we've ever done anything live on stage. First time ever. And I'm hoping not the last like, let's do all that again. Let's go bigger and bolder next time, shall we? Thank you for coming out and supporting us for it. Really appreciate it. Slamboree so far has been uh, a hot mess. Uh, I will test uh, uh, Sam Drive when he comes back on the on the stars that Dave Meltzer gave that last match. But this is sort of the feature lethal lottery match now. We've had Eddie Guerrero walk into the ring. Big Arn Anderson's out here. And the team, the, the, the team of... Ric Flair and Savage now making their way to the ring. How many stars do you reckon Dave Meltzer gave Fire and Ice versus um, B Big Bubba and Stevie Ray? One. Minus a quarter. I'm fucking, I'm way off today. You're too polite. Way, way off. Flair's music just played. Right. We haven't seen Flair, but Arn and Eddie are here. Okay. And, and Savage's music's hitting instead. Flair, presumably, doesn't want to come out first. Well, we've also had the threat last week from Randy Savage where he basically said uh, he doesn't care if he's got to drag a dead tag team partner to the ring. In the form of Flair, like, he's going to have things go his way and we've not seen madness yet. We've not seen, you know, mm. it's sort of Randy really laying in the fact that he has no love loss for Flair and he couldn't care less whether Flair will be present because Randy will. And he's probably going to win anyway because he's the macho man, which is hard to dispute because he's the fucking macho man. Look at him. <laughs> exactly. Oh, here he comes. So Flair wanted to come out last. So Savage is having to wait. Eddie Guerrero came out first. Arn Anderson came out shortly after that. Well, there goes my theory. <laughs> <laughs> what was your theory? That Flair was going to emerge much later in the match after having been attacked by Savage or something. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's doing his little jog. Oh, and he's running, he's smiling as he runs to the ring to... Don't trip over the cable, don't trip over save, the cable. Save Do they Savage? still have the space set up there for his little table? Oh, for God's sake! Oh, you piece of shit, Rick. This Look at is all, why... just keeping Eddie distracted. That's why the match doesn't work so well. Come on, Eddie, it's just you, lad. 
Go on, Eddie. Great opportunity for Eddie Guerrero here against yeah. Ric Flair. I only saw this match a handful of times. I believe we won't see it again after, you know, we won't see the one-on-one -on -one until 2002. Maybe. No, because Flair really shoots off into the fucking stratosphere between disagreements with management, right? Mm. Like, and, and the whole thing with Eddie is, right, like the radicals get sort of kept in the mid-card here. Mm. But O2, post-radicals, post-invasion, yeah. post-alliance, when Flair's coming to consortium. Under I'm different sure, management, this yes. match might happen. I'm sure Flair, I'm sure Flair and Guerrero get, get into it in O2. I imagine they lock up at some point. Here comes Woman and Liz. Oh, Woman. Oh, it's, there's, there's my favourite woman there in the blue, looking lovely in the blue. She looks better with the world title. When you woman there, I just sort of, my brain woman. went to Pink Floyd's money for something like, woman, get you know, away. I'll tell you this, right? Every time I have referenced woman on our podcast, yeah. I've said it in the way that the Beatles say it in the song, woman. Nice. Woman. You could also Every go like. Every single time. You could have just gone like. I don't think anyone's picked it up. Could have done the, want woman. I might do for the next, for the next yeah. season. Woman. <laughs> Listen back to everyone. Every time I've referenced woman, for the first time I said woman, I've referenced it in the style of the John Lennon song. Woman. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make you break that streak. We're going to make it. Oh. You got Wolf Mother to choose from. You could be getting really high pitched. Oh. Yeah. Woman! Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, woman! Yeah, you could just be screaming that the entire time she's on. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Matthew said 2001 on the SmackDown podcast, I followed it up by saying a space odyssey, <laughs> which I'm building up to <laughs> until the end. Well, you, you're building the end up of the to what? When a whole Flair fucking debuts. scene of me, you and the other classic review people sat around with VHS tapes of shit wrestling. And then a huge VHS tape of shit wrestling's there as the monolith. And then that's a good idea. We need to do that. Let's do it. Oh, we <laughs> might, <laughs> we, just smashing it all together. We might have already done it. <laughs> we might have already done it. <laughs> Who knows? What, God, I just love like. watching on wrestle, man. Just a girthy boy with he's big, just, heavy strikes. He's just a brawler, isn't he? Just look at it. You wouldn't fuck with Arn Anderson. When Jack Atkins wears you a just, hat and like, sunglasses. He might not be the biggest. He might not be like the, the most like ridiculously stacked, but you'd never fuck with Arn oh! Anderson. You wouldn't, would you? Like, if you were drunk in a bar, I can see people fucking with certain wrestlers. Like, you know, if you were drunk enough, like, yeah, that person's not exactly mega intimidating. But like, Arn, I don't know what it is. He's just terrifying. Every <laughs> respect is just fucking He's terrifying. Just terrifying <laughs> in every respect. He can probably rip a bear in half with his bare hands. <laughs> he can punch a baby. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He could, but then we all could. We but all could. Yeah. Could drop kick a woman off the all train. Right, Eddie straight for the eyes. I'm like that Eddie's getting amongst it. This is a great show for Eddie Guerrero to be in there with all these lads. Because Eddie's a real hot prospect at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, they really feel like... Oh, that was so... That flop there reminded me. So I, I had Alex watch Raw Rumble 92 with me in the run right. to the Rumble this year. Okay. So And she thought it was hilarious. Um, like, Flair was, like, funny all the way through. Yeah. Greg Valentine came out and she said, why does he look like Debbie from around the corner? <laughs> like, and I said, this is, this is Greg Valentine in his prime. And she went... With his prime, <laughs> uh, and then and she watched Flair get a bunch of punches in the corner, then do the Flair flop. Yeah, and she went, I don't get that. Why has he done that? And she watched it round. Oh, DDT! Oh, I love his DDT. They're so good. But Alex genuinely is like, I don't get why he does that. Yeah, like 
That's wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, but it's stupid. It's the flare flop. Flare flop. It's what he does. It's like Bret Hart going into a corner. It's going to look like a gunshot, no matter (laughs) what. Yeah, that's how he likes it. Bret going into the ropes is just so deliberate. I fucking love Mm. it. I I could watch Bret just hit the corner all day. Oh! Oh, Oh, you piece of shit. Flair's Flair's pinned Andy after that da-da-tur. Absolute wankery, that. Short, sharp wankery. <laughs> and now Flair's going to... Oh, here we go. And they've been hyping up to this as one of the big main events. Well, they'll, well the thing is, right, they get another go later. Yeah, Because everyone will. that wins yeah. is in the is in the. I still don't know. What's bowl. going on with Flair's back goiter? What is Flair's back, back goiter? Does goiter. anybody know what Flair's back goiter is? No. He's got a goiter on his back oh, yeah. right there. That's worrying, isn't it? Is it like a hernia? Oh! It could be oh. like a... Jesus. Hit him so hard, Randy's lost some hair there. Yeah. <laughs> Little egg in a nest. Yeah. On the back of his head there. Yeah, I'm not spoiled the goiter. That's, it looks painful. I want to squeeze it. Just, uh, just pop it back in. <laughs> just want to lance it. It's just one of those things you guarantee if you popped it back in, it would just go and pop back out. Oh. So there you go. The horseman get one over on Savage. What did Dave say about that particular... Battle Bowl Lethal Lottery match. I honestly have no idea. I'm going to say a star. Oh, he's back again! (laughs) Star and a half. Three and a quarter? Three and a quarter. Dave really liked that. It's the most storyline accepting match we've had so far. For sure. I think the only other real bit of storyline we've had is... Yeah, he did have the table, so... The only other real bit of storyline relevance has been related to... Whether teams can coexist and Public Enemy hitting that finish again. Yes, so that's the only this bit is of probably the most line. solid bit of storytelling we've had. <laughs> so therefore, it gets points for storytelling. Yeah, I think that's how Dave Star Systems work. Uh, Jack did a great video about the history of five star matches in Dave Meltzer's right. Star System, so that's worth checking out to explain. Yeah, check it out a bit of how the how the sausage is made in Dave Meltzer's basement. <laughs> it's not his basement; it's his messy room. His He's messy, it. messy. Messy room. I loved how he was told, right, we're going to film, start filming the Wrestling Observer Live. So he had a tidy up. I see. I loved that when they went to his office, it looked the way it did. Because for me, I, I, it's sort of like my desk looks like a shit tip most of the time. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. See, Dave's all right. Dave, yeah. <laughs> Reassuring. <laughs> Just the pile around my desk grows and everybody's like, Sammy, <laughs> you're hoarding a lot of things. Sammy That's the script from three years ago, man. Are you, you okay? Hello. <laughs> this is me when the uh, <laughs> when the delivery man turns up early. I'm in the bath. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> running down, taking off the robe. Not worse. Well, there you go. I think that was the first round done. Uh, one hour, 12 minutes and 23, 24, 25, 26. Now, the matches have generally been pretty awful. Yeah, it feels like we've seen about 90 of the bastards so far. We've seen eight matches. They've crammed eight matches into an hour. So... At the mercy of this pay-per-view is that all the matches are really short and tight. <laughs> the mercy is that they don't give them much time out there. Like, no one's paid by the hour it's hell of it's, it's, it's hell of value for the ticket. It really is. Like You're going to see this many matches, this many stars. It's great. But I can imagine it must have been like exhausting. Yeah, because... Like... After about halfway, because now you're eight matches in. Like I remember when we used to tape tv and you know we'd we'd be in a venue we'd tape like three weeks or a month of loaded at certain dates um like back to back so you do four weeks of tv maybe but like 
even if you kept it quick, it was like after that like 10 match mark, it starts to get a bit like, fuck, like, right, we've really got to... So the the people kind of responsible to stagger the cards in such a way where you'd have those kind of palate cleansing moments. And because after a set amount of time, it's just like, fuck, like, how long is it going to go on for? It's like, we've only been here two hours, like shit. Because I know because I've been to a couple <clears> of the tapings. So like you'd, like, it wouldn't be like back in like with the clap with, with Raw as it yeah. is now in 96 when we do the classic Raw review. Like they go, right, that's our, that, that our one. That's, that's Raw for next week. Yeah. That's Raw for this week. That's Raw for the week after. There'd be, there'd be a general is... sort of hour. You wanted about 40, 50 minutes. Oh, hang on a minute. Episode. Someone's got WCW made out of sausage. Hold on. Rick Stein is there at a barbecue. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Steiner cookout. Oh, Sting, what are you doing there? You're ruining it. The Great American Cookout. Starring all your face and WCW. <laughs> horseshoes. Throw a horseshoe at Rick Steiner. Hit some leg drops. Be a buff Bagwell. Rip your shirt in half. The Great American Bash. Stars and swipes. Live <laughs> on, on pay-per-view only. Sunday, June 16th. Teens, 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 teens. Stars and shit. Monday, shits. Monday, Monday. I liked the WCW made out of meat. Oh, mean gene, you perv. I was in Hooters earlier. And uh, I brought my dog. We didn't with want me. the branding on screen, so we've made them change their tops. But <laughs> how are you doing? They're from it's the rival the orange brand. Is just screaming Honkers. Hooters. <laughs> when do the Nitro Girls become a oh, thing? Oh, look at him trying to look at the name, you pervert. I think next year. I was going to say it's got to be soon. Because oh. the Nitro Girls is like it's weird. Because as a concept, it was like. Okay, they're kind of... Are they like the mascot, I guess, for the company, sort of, now? Because you don't really see Wildcat Willy. Mm, and then oh, yeah, Wildcat They'd just Willy's be sort gone. of out there dancing in cages. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? But then it's something that, as I see it more in... Uh, as I watch more CMLL, you have, like, a lot more, like, similar presentation styles. So it's like, oh, is this, like, maybe to make it more in line with that style of content? Because hmm. CMLL, they've still got, like, ring girls. They've yeah. still got all sorts of stuff. It might be, so, as you say, to bring yeah. more in line. I like the girl on the left who every so often just has a little look off to the left as if to go, did I leave the oven on? <laughs> so, wait, what are we doing here? We've got Battle Bowl so, draw. Now, they're, are, we, they're, are we revealing the matches for the second round? Yeah, basically. So, we know that... So, Diamond Dallas Page's name was mentioned there. They said straight through to the Battle Bowl. Right. Who are they, Gene? Oh, okay. So they just determine the uh, Angela. Come on, Angela. Quicker. Come Open on. it. Come on, Flangela. Let's go. Right. All right. Fire and ice are through past the second round, then. Right. Because, oh, yes, of course, because um, we had double count out in the first match. So everyone else is having to fight. <laughs> I just, again, like, it's such a long show. Like, how do you Fuck make it off. less appealing? Did he, Gene always has the tough jobs here at World Championship Wrestling. Gene got to stand there and have a great time and just probably chat to, the, oh, to some nice little, people. It was a little sarcastic. I, 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 I'm taking it literally and I'm filing a complaint. <laughs> hey. I can't help that my brain picks what's literal and not. <laughs> First time ever. We're calling a cruiserweight title match. Ooh, Big Brad, Brad Armstrong, Cru famous cruiserweight, Big Brad Armstrong. 
Oh, this is great. So this is fun. So the Cruiserweight Championship, as we... Armstrong uh, family love, though. Oh, yeah, a lot of love for the Armstrongs. But they, uh, the Cruiserweight title was born in Japan. Yeah. And they had a tournament in Japan to crown the first champion, who you're about to see here, Otani. I like Cruiserweight as two words. I love that. Oh, it's not, though. No, it's not. Mm. Because Dean Malenko uh, beat Otani for the title on Saturday night. Delicious. Well, now we got a cruiserweight belt. That's what's important. Yes. Great, great stuff. This I... division's about to show up the entire upper card for a, the best part of three years. Yeah. <laughs> it bloody well is. This is like the. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's astonishing how long they put up with that kind of. You know, soon, 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 there'll be more featured spots. Like. It's like, this is like the Intercontinental title of the 90s, whereby it just shows up. It's like the workhorse title. Yeah. So, like, if you're if you're a grafter, you'll have this mm -hmm. belt. Did you see Jericho was uh, gifted with the IC title the I other day? Did. Just oh, the title, the IC title that he won in the noughties from yeah. Dan Lambert's collection. That was nice. Dan, uh, Chris Jericho had uh, Michael Oku on Desert. On, Did on, he? Talk is Jericho recently. Nice. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Michael Oku was on Desert Island Craps about a month ago, so yeah. check that out. Yeah. I bet he told all the great stories with us, and then Jericho got the rest. <laughs> That's how it was. I might just say, listen to this first, and then just go, yeah, we heard that on the Zanagraphs. If you listen to Jericho's first, go back to Tom's that was a month before and go, Tom, we already heard that. Oh, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Don't do it. I'll be well crossed you did that. So crowd are kind of... They're not into it. This, yeah. is the, this will always be the issue uh, until probably... It's it's Mid to like, late 97. But then, like, how do you prep a crowd for it? That's what I'm saying. Is like, it's been eight matches already. This is the ninth match. Like, no matter how quick that is, it's going to feel like an eternity because you've, you've heard eight bells. You've seen eight matches. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to be... No matter how exciting they are, this is a piss break match. Yeah, like, this is and like... it's shit that it is, but it's sort of like... How do you again with the, these night long sort of events? It's like how do you stagger them in such a way where the the timing's not going to be an issue? Because that was always the challenge that you had as, as to go back to it. So like with Raw, they would take like three weeks in a row, one week, one week, one week. One week. Yeah. With your show, like it'll be out of order because you yeah. want to ebb and flow the night for the crowd. Yeah. And then you just stitch everything together in post. Yeah. You, largely things would stay the same. There'd be like a sort of mix between two episodes apiece. So you'd know that it was just a case of you'd have to kind of cut between these two things. But like it was once we started doing live, it got a lot easier. Like live cutting saved so much time. But like the, the initial edits were just hell. Man. Mm. That was that was agony. Like seven days, nine till nine, just straight for like three, four weeks to get it all done. Just not leaving work. Just whoo. just just getting everything in place. Do you yeah. feel like if you had your time again, you'd have a system where it would work quicker, more effectively for you? I, I think, but it's sort of the way that it was structured. It sort of, it eventually became the best way to do it, but it was just a big fucking learning curve, mm. like big fucking learning curve. Yeah, it's a lot to. Uh, I can't imagine there was a lot to do. Yeah, to get all that in place because it was just sort of all of a sudden. Am I doing this live? And it was like, okay, yeah. Oh, I think there's something to be said for it doing it live. Yeah, it is easier. 
Because then, like, whatever you, whatever the take is, is lass the take. on the front row, and the, the lass on the front row, and the old bloke on the front row just look like they are just done. They're tired. They look like they're done. Everyone's knackered. I thought it was John McCain for a second. <laughs> He's done. Oh, into a, a splashing nothing. Um, hey, he drove his knees into his waist. I, I, I just saw the, I just saw the elbow <laughs> hit nothing. Because when it comes to radio, because I've done, li- I could mostly do live radio, but then I yeah. also do, I've done like pre-recorded shows and yeah. go out at different times. And it's always better doing it live because when it's pre-recorded, I swear to God, there's sometimes where I'll attempt to link five or six times just to get the flow so right. So imagine a, an OB, but every fucking week. Yeah. Like that, that's the, the stress is like the, the, it's like, is the satellite truck going to find the venue? Okay. Okay. Satellite truck's late. Okay. We need to run that cable 50 meters onto the roof of the building. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it would just be, and the ring's not ready yet, and we've got to do all this, and people are coming in now, and everyone, oh. oh, shit. <laughs> Quickly rerun this cable. But you say, what a learning curve. What a, what a thing to say that you've always done. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Carry it's an all-time, like, crazy fucking thing that yeah. from my life, for sure. But One of those things that you're blinking, it's done. Yeah, it's that's like, the thing. It's sort of, I, I would love maybe another run at it at some point if I was oh. ever rich enough, but I, you wish I'd... For. I'd want to just do weird shit that's the downfall this is what like, we've I talked wanted, about i think i'd want to do like stupid bollocks that's released on vhs only and, and just random <laughs> crap like that <laughs> like money pit shit but like creatively yeah. so satisfied. if i ever had 10 million pounds i might run a i might run a promotion there you go get the patreons <laughs> to 10 million <laughs> and and it begins now i think we've talked about running a show in vhs and like like a prepping all the prepping all the visitors and all the attendees to dress nineties, yeah, to live and breathe it. You know, yeah. I want to do the phones. I want to do the fabled last night of a promotion that never existed in nineteen ninety two. That's what I want to do. It's the last time, or a promotion where you come to and you see big names, but they they're wrestling completely different gimmicks, <laughs> and it's more about the in ring focus rather than like the characters and stuff. I love that. The last days of big mountain wrestling. Yeah, and that's the thing is that that just cuts its self off completely because it's like okay we you know all that name value yeah doesn't exist anymore if you change all the gimmicks right. yeah that's it we've got all these <laughs> we just we spent all this money bringing in these names but we just didn't let them wrestle with anybody you'd ever heard of or advertise they were here <laughs> it was almost like jury duty for them yeah <laughs> and on that note I'm going to knit for a quick week because I broke the seal oh, you so broke I do apologise could you top up my, my wine goblet with water do. yeah I'll get you some fresh freezing cold water like a reverse Jesus that's thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an inverted Jesus. That's mainly what I am. Uh, first time calling a cruiserweight title match on the classic watch alongs, as it is for the Spanish announced team. There they are. I don't know whether we we haven't really observed properly the end of international row on WWE premium live events, where you'd have that whole row of commentators from all around the world at shows. I miss seeing them. They were good fun. That was a cool thing that happened. Doesn't really happen anymore. And that makes me sad. I missed it quite terribly. I missed it quite terribly. Uh, Dean Malenko, Brad Armstrong, having a match that no one's interested in because, as we've said, everybody's very tired by this point. Even we are watching this and we're quite weary and we are now an hour and 24 minutes and 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50 minutes in. Two hours and 50 minutes into Slambory. So, like, we are, we're, we're nearly half, we're over halfway at this point. 
Uh, and we've still got the finals of the, the flipping slambery battle bowl to plunge through. And we certainly will do our best to plunge through it. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please uh, support us doing YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. That's something new that we've started. You've probably seen quite a few of these knocking about already. Uh, YouTube.com slash Cultaholic or find us on Instagram at We Are Cultaholic. We're there as well. Um, we, we Are Cultaholic or We Cultaholic Wrestling. I should double check that whilst we are on the line. We should check that and see whether we are actually Cultaholic Wrestling or We Are Cultaholic. I'm doing that right now. Uh, we Are Cultaholic Wrestling. So ignore the first thing I said. Uh, we're actually down as Cultaholic Wrestling. Apologies for getting that wrong. <laughs> Apologies for getting that one all the way wrong. Um, so find us on Cultaholic Wrestling. Support us there. And uh, share it as much as you can. The more that you share it, the more that people see it, the more that we'll do. We'll do them more often that way. If people, if a lot of people like them, we'll carry on doing them. I think that's that seems fair. Seems perfectly fair to me. Seems perfectly fair to me. Is that true, Sam? We keep doing. If people keep sharing the Instagram reels and the YouTube stuff, then we'll keep doing them. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Thank you kindly. Oh, that's lovely. Freezing cold. cold out of the 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 water dispenser thing. You got. A, yeah, we've got like a because we've, we've got a separate kitchen down here. It came with like a water dispenser, so it just it takes it from the plumbing, but it keeps it freezing cold. Oh, I didn't know that. And it like filters it as well. Well, so yeah, feel we'll free. Something new about the downstairs office. Oh, out of the tap. setting up for something crazy. This will be the avalanche. Uh, Gutbuster. Anyone know the way to Gutbuster? Oh. We just haven't got a clue. Who's booing what that? To do. Yeah, people are booing that. Weirdo crowd in Baton Rouge. Are you from Baton Rouge? If you are, you should apologise Apolog to Dean Malenko yes. right now. Classicatcoldtalk.com. Send us an apology to Dean Malenko. We'll forward it on. And we'll it forward on. it on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we did get some mail uh, for the classic Nitro review, which uh, we should probably talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the one from Friday. Uh, Elizabeth like Elizabeth Lockley. Uh, it's a woman that listens. I know. Uh, hardest working lads in showbiz. Mm -hmm. uh, 224th horsewoman of the classic reviews here. Thank you very much for saying so. I, I'd say I work... Like shit. <laughs> so, if somebody's what listening and enjoying. I'm happy. Uh, I haven't proofread Elizabeth's email, so I'm excited to see what this says. Uh, the metaverse branded MMO. Our is world naff. is about to change. Oh, our world is about to change. Tom, do you think that blood might hold up? Just bear with me a second. Oh, do you okay. think that blood? Do you think blood might actually just maybe hold on? We'll find out. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, it's gonna. Blood's gonna oh, run cold. Oh, it's still the Blood's same. gonna run fucking cold. Is this Swirly a new bit? Whirly logo. I don't remember it opening before. Oh! Which means it's 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 coming now. You're it's watching Granada. Ooh. Um, coming to Gladiators. Not new. The metaverse branded MMO is naff. This is what you talked about the other day. You went into the metaverse. You said there were okay. four people there. Yeah. Or the ladies are back, yeah. by the way. We know it. I bring you a better alternative called Tower Unite. Okay. It's made in the Unreal Engine like Sam was hoping for. Okay. You're placed on an island resort filled with things to do, like cinema, arcade, casino, water slides, little mini yeah. games to play, such as a metal detecting on the beach, right. uh, clay pitcher shooting, buying clothes and dressing up, buying furniture for your own personal condo, no in-app nonsense, you earn in-game currency while you play. Good. You can even play as your own favorite character, rather than the default man, woman, skeleton, milk carton models that they supply you. Sonichu, here we go. Hey, oh, I'm going to be famous. Uh, if you want to play on the Penny Falls as Saul Goodman, you can! 
It's on Steam and has rudimentary VR mode included. There's a All stream right. waiting I'll to happen. I'll have to have a look. I'll Ho have to have a look. Hopefully, if the more, metaverse is shocking. It is shocking, isn't it? With my little plug for TU over, on with the talk about iDents for the channel. So we right. talked about iDents the other week, didn't we? iDents? Yes, about how like Netflix has like... Ba-dum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Channel 4 had... And we used to have boom, clap, boom, clap, clap, boom, boom, clap, boom, boom, clap. I toyed with the idea of making deadlock sync-style videos for the classic reviews, featuring footage of the matches and the like. I shelved it, thinking I'd pull attention away from the actual podcast, and out of context, they may not gel very well. Had an ident in mind I intended to use, however, a 90s PlayStation-style one with the logo building itself in time with the syllables of the spoken name of the channel. Phonet phonetically, nice. that'd probably go something like Cultaholic. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Like that. Ba, 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 ba. But that's open to change. I'll let you both go now. You've got some bollocks about Ric Flair's blood running cold or whatever to get on with. <laughs> Eliza. Thank you. Thank Eliza. you very much. I'll have to check it out for sure. Yeah, and, and and you know what? We always encourage people making fan stuff. Yeah. If you do, please do. Send it our way. It's a big bit of fun. Um, it's reminding me this conversation. I'm I'm upset that it's taken me one hour and thirty minutes to pick your brain on it, and we'll do that in a second. Just I'm holding my finger up for anybody listening. He's holding his finger because the I'm second just, round of the battle bowl is getting underway. Just let me listen. Oh no! See, I thought it was entrance music. Is it entrance music? I was about to be because I thought we were it about is entrance to. Music. I thought we were Look about who to. It is. Oh, okay, I thought we were about to get a fade down. And then piano, and then wonderful. Oh, sadly. I was about, are we getting Orndorff? <laughs> Dirty Dick Slater. This is more like the NFL theme. That I think that's kind of what they're going for. While you got the NFL robot dancing. That's kind of what they wanted. Yeah. I need to talk to you. About nothing forever. Yes. About the do. AI Seinfeld. Yeah. Because I thought you. Because it got racist. That's what all AI does. It got yeah. racist and transphobic, and, transphobic. and it got booted off. Yeah. So like, and I have to like because I said this to Adam. I thought I'll pick your brain on it. Did that? Is that something that genuinely happened? If you is Google there, something, is there trickery afoot? If you search something called Thai AI, T A Y A I, um, like there's a there's a long history of. AI getting very controversial very quickly. Wow. But it depends. Like, sometimes it, it's what's being fed into it. Sometimes it's what it's being fed in order to train itself. Sometimes it's targeted questions and you only see the outcome of, you know, the fifth question asked. But in an instance where it's procedurally generated, um, you're kind of running the risk of these things. Mm. Uh, in like, it, it's 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 a weird one. Like, there's been times like I I can't remember specifics, but there's definitely been times where I I've put in prompts and I've had to kind of go, yeah, we can't do that. I just sort of restart the prompt and go mm. again because it, it's I don't know if it's just what's being fed into it to give it the the sort of mind to to go a certain way, but from time to time you will get that sort of output, and that's why I, I figured it was going to be produced in a manner that was more like, hey, we've got like 50 hours of it or something already. We're going to add another 10 hours at a time or whatever when they fucking do it. But the problem is it was sort of, it was procedural. That's the idea so with it. That was the whole thing was it was doing it itself all yeah. the time. And uh, I was fascinated. I was hooked for, for a few days on that. I was hooked on it. And then it ended. Yeah, AI gets uh, racist very quickly. AI gets it racist gets very, very quickly. Um, it, it sort of, it will spout things that obviously it doesn't understand. 
It just understands that as a response to X input. But I don't know how their system was working for that because I was trying to like work out how their system was working for it because it seemed to all just be being done live. Mm. Uh, and that's the fascinating aspect for me. But it's it's like, yeah, that this is sort of... It's something you will run into with just general prompting AI. So it, it's... I'm quite surprised there wasn't like a way around this happening. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I don't know because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't get it. I don't understand that element of it too well. I just thought, is it not just a case of say, of banning certain words? Or can you not do that with... It's Well, the, there'll probably be something like that in place, and that's the thing. So it's like, I guess, working out how it's gotten into that thought process mm. is is sort of as worthwhile as the actual outcome of like, okay, it did that. It's more like, why did it do that? Okay, now you need to isolate why it did that and remove that from the aspect, and now you can have live AI stuff that's not going to do X, Y, Z. But the whole thing with it is it's supposed to be its own intelligence, so it's going to do whatever it thinks is right in the situation. So it's sort of, it's it's a really hard thing to control and it's a really hard thing to understand. But I, I think that there will have likely been some form of intermediary, like you can't do this, you can't do that, but it'll have found a way around it or it'll have accidentally done something that made it kind of go, okay, and this and this and this. And it's like, oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah. Uh, off the gas pedal there a second. But again, because it because it's not it doesn't have the emotional response. It doesn't it's, know. It's just it's cobbling just... together things that it is linking to it. I guess is the is the way to look at it. Maybe mm. it's just, I find the whole thing fascinating. It's like it said these terrible things and it always does, but it doesn't understand that it's terrible. Mm. It's just saying things. Because it's like the thing I'm trying to do right now is just feed scripts from like '90s Raw, like Attitude Era Raw, into a, an engine I want to call Attitude, and just have it make actual real scripts that aren't ridiculous so just to be able to go kind of like well boom right that can write a whole episode of like attitude era raw and it looks convincing i just it I'm would fit in here so it. like how would you continue the attitude era after that basically after it ends if it never went away you could then sit and feed it scripts and go right here's here's where we're gonna go with it and make it convincingly <laughs> i've just been i just I, I, my one of my favorite things was when i discovered it yeah. Was, was Alex's reaction to it. Because I've never known, and I don't know whether I just caught her where she was in a bad mood or yeah. whatever. We've laughed, we laugh about it because she went very Carl Pilkington on me. Because she went, oh, she was annoyed by it. It's like, what's, I don't, she went, I don't get it. It irritates me as well, which yeah. is rich considering I make AI content. I just, like, but it, how, like, it irritates me. Irritation. Because I'm like, Alex, like, we don't need that. I said, no, we don't. Look, if you, but if you, if you, if you look experiment? at, if you look at, if you look at, like, our job, right? The specialty in in broadcasting, I guess, is the general swathe of, like, if you wanted to have a really generalized term, we're kind of broadcasters, right? But the specialty in that decreases year on year as phones ship with better cameras, mm -hmm. uh, with more camera stabilization software on board all ready to go, with decent free inbuilt editing software, with the fact we're moving toward vertical, like shit just changes so much yeah. on the fly. Um, but I think that the work that goes into it, it's it sort of, it feels like that, you know, it is being looked at as something that can maybe replace conventional roles one day. And it's like, no, because like, if nothing will like compare to, you know, something written by a fucking writer. Like that's, that's art. But I don't, mm. I wouldn't call what AI does art. No. Because it's sort of collating things and trying to give you the best option. I'd say it's a good tool and I'd say it's a good medium to maybe explore. But in terms of like, if somebody's like, oh, the show was all written by an AI, I'd just sort of be like, 
it's interesting, but like if it was to become like a proper drama show on like HBO, it's like fucking hell. Like, oh no, it would, I don't think it would <laughs> ever become that. But I just, I just, I think that's where we're gonna head. Yeah, you think this will be like? I think it won't be like fully used, but it'll be used to kind of flesh stuff out and and speed up the process and save employing like 30, 40 people to do the same thing. I think if they can automate that, they'll do it. But we're still in really early phases, you know, where it'll just be like, and I'm angry at you because you ate my last banana. Um, And then it sometimes gets (laughs) like completely off, like off kilter and and goes like offensive. And it's like, fuck. But. I think, you know, a, a bleak future would be in 50 years if it's all just written by computers. Music, films, TV, the works. Yeah. It's then, like, sort of like, because it's like, isn't it, all the all the functional stuff was taken away from humans. Yeah. So therefore, but art still remained. So then when art gets taken away by humans, like, when I started learning to point? edit, you, you, like, the only way to learn how to edit was to basically find an editor and ask them. Mm. Now you can just go on YouTube and, and learn. So like, the, it, it's, I don't know, like, t- the more times change, the more it's going to become viable. But like, I it terrifies me that there may be a future where it's a bit like fucking hell. Mm. Like this is all AI, every last bit of it. Could we chuck like all the watchalongs that we've done into a thing, and then maybe for one, you can do so. We could just see if it an AI if had, would just do it. If you had scripts, if you had scripts of it, and you were able to give it a breakdown of what happens on the episode of Nitro, and kind of establish that these things are your mannerisms, these things are my mannerisms. Um, give it a breakdown of the episode in detail. We could probably make it right an episode where we kind of go, you know, you divert this much time to this. Because that, the SmackDown AI video, like when it came to the, the advert for the CD, with that JR's CD, yeah. you can get like, you know, you can just do things like, oh, rewrite Shaggy's, you know, uh, it wasn't me lyrics, but make it wrestling themed. Or you can sit there and you can just go like, um, you know, I need this line to rhyme with that line. It still needs to have the same amount of syllables so it fits the beat. Um, X, Y, Z. And it, it sort of just works it. Uh, it sort of works it all out in a way that fits your rules. So you can impose rules on it. But either way, we should probably get back to the wrestling soon. But we I will see Chat cha- GPT is open. So right I've, just booted up, I've just booted up Chat GPT for a bit of the funds. Because I, I, I had a little tinker about with this the other day. Just because yes. just my mind has been sort of sort of slightly gaped um, to uh, right. the idea of AI. Because prompt craft's where the money's going to be. Yeah, because I did this the other day. And I, did it for, I did it for Brock Lesnar, so I'm going to try it. I'm going to do um, write a Randy Savage WCW promo. Now, if I did you this add a- Macho Man to that, you've oh. you got to think about it like you're thinking about internet tags. Macho man. Fit as much key information as you can into it. On Ric Flair. Write a Macho Man Randy Savage WCW promo on Ric Flair. Are there any topics you want him to touch upon? Oh, uh, here he comes. Savage straight out of the gate, attacking Flair from behind. We've got oh. about seven, seven green t-shirt guys trying to straight away get him. Talking about slambery. Corner table's right there. Come on, Randy. Divorce of Elizabeth. Uh, add to that, make sure to include Macho Man's catchphrases. Include Macho Man's catchphrases. Uh, oh, Macho Man's catchphrase, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then full and stop. a sponsor. You need to finish it with a full stop. Okay. Oh. Whenever you're ready. Oh. Like, whenever it's done, done, just finish it with and a full stop. a sponsor. Uh, and... 
uh, catchphrase. Oh yeah, and snap. So we got Buff Bagwell uh, out. We've got a lot of security. We've got police. Randy's now being held. Eddie's out. Fuck me. They got all the boys. Is we that Pittman some management. there? Pittman's there. So like they aren't going to coexist with Rob and Maggie as we hoped. Spabolt, Ecolops there. I just love that that we got little Marcus Bagwell Ecolop out there. The police spot backwards. Yeah, Ecolop is the police spot. I can't remember who it was, like a an old ass comedian with the the Ecolop. It was Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. You, you see a police sign, you see, or, or you look in the back. And I see could Ecolop. have sworn it was like an old Scottish comedian. My granddad used to watch a lot of old like Scottish and Irish comedians. But I just, I'll never forget the Ecolop. And it was like, Ecolop. yeah, that kind of, the joke about, oh, I didn't realize it was police. It says Ecolop. Police spell backwards. It might have been someone else then. Public Enemy are through. Anyway, chat GPT. <laughs> Writer Matcha Man Randy Savage, WCW promo on Ric Flair, talking about WCW Slambury 1996 and his divorce of Elizabeth. Include Matcha Man's catchphrase, oh yeah, and snap into a slim gym. Add to that, um, just write contextually. Randy and Elizabeth have divorced. Have divorced. And Elizabeth has been abusing Randy's finances. Has been abusing Randy's finances. Full stop, enter. Right, so we're going to feed that into chat GPT. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. My macho man impression shit, so this is all on you. I'm fine. I can do it. It's thinking about it. It's thinking about it. We give it a lot to, to As somebody who has that. made shit with it, like I genuinely feel like well, there needs to be some legislation regarding it. It's it's, it's scary. Dangerous. It's dangerous. It is fucking dangerous because it's like it's all well and good being able to type something in and go like, you know, I want a, an abyssal space with Andre the Giant's shadow standing in it or whatever. Like you can get some really fucking amazing images out of it. But as that increases and the level of fake shit you're going to be able to produce about people that I, I'm starting to feel more and more like this needs to be regulated. <laughs> like, it needs to be... The, I shouldn't just be allowed to jump on here and do No, this. the data being fed to it needs to be clear. It needs to be, you know, it's been trained on this, 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 and this. Because at the minute, there's a load of shit with it. Apparently, they were training some image. Um, I think it was Stable Diffusion, which is up there with like Mid-Journey as one of the bigger AI image generators. But it was sort of like... Basically they'd fed all of Getty's library to it against Getty's permission. Oh. And so it's sort of like, because they were able to just put in Getty image and it would come up with the Getty image bar and it's like, well, you fed all our shit to it. The, you didn't tell us that. Oh. So it's sort of, oh, it's writing. Okay. <laughs> it had to think about it for a bit. Oh, yeah. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage and I got something to say about the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Slamboree 1996 Flair. You think you can mess with the Macho Man and get away with it? You think you can use my ex, Mrs. Elizabeth, to drain my finances and leave me high and dry? Think again, Flair. I may have lost Elizabeth, but I still got the power, the prestige, and the machismo. All right. It's uh, scary to take how you good down. It's I'm going to snap into a Slim Jim and show you what it means to mess with the getting. Macho Man. You think you're the dirtiest player in the game? You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm coming for you, Flair, and I'm going to make you feel the power of the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. So listen up, all you WCW fans. This Macho Man, Randy Savage, is ready to take on all comers and come out on top. Snap into a Slim Jim and let's get ready to rumble. I just... <laughs> look, when I started, I think it was, it was very early. It was very early GPT-3, which is the model before this. 
Um, and you could put in like, write a Vince McMahon promo about this, and it would just write something really vague. And it's like, include Vince's mannerisms, like, what a maneuver. And it would put them in, but not really feel like it was done properly. Now it's just scary. That's terrifying. Now it's just very scary. I'm going to get the screen behind us. <laughs> that is so clever. Oh, the screen popped off. Thank you. Uh, oh, so um, Public Enemy won with a forfeit, so no match no match to award there, no scores yes. to award. Uh, what did Slater and Eaton against Duggan and Wall Street get in the old stars? One. Minus one. Minus one, that's what I said. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one. So Paige is back out here. Uh, top marks to uh, WWE Network people who have used a ripoff of the ripoff to cover up the original ripoff. Smells like Teen Spiritception. Yeah. I did a really simple one. You know, it keeps money out of Kurt Cobain's family's hands, and that's all Eric Bischoff is about. This is Eric Bischoff famously. Uh, <laughs> Eric Bischoff just had a Beatles bond about Nirvana specifically. <laughs> just specific. I did this to Alex the other day. I went write a song about Newcastle, and it just started. It just went off on this, like in the land of the Jordans with the time. Oh, it's a different song again. City with heart as strong as you and me. Historic walls, and it's bustling streets. Newcastle's where we call home. Our heart skips a beat. Oh, Newcastle, city of dreams, spirit that shines. With the key sides of the tune, we'll always call it mine. With friendly folk, it's endless nightlife. Newcastle, city. Of dreams where we come to life and uh, i just i just wrote write a song about newcastle it's written a song about newcastle i showed it to alex and she just went holy shit somebody's getting hurt <laughs> you know if you just write continue it will keep going It'll as just well. keep on keep yeah. on oh uh, and you know what it's building not a bad song from the angel of the north to the time bridge lights the city's got a soul that makes us feel alive with his music and his culture but it's like sport, our entire civilization our but let's say our entire civilization's been looking for a way to like make work um easier and by eliminating work altogether with things like this, um, if companies were to go that way, where it's like, well, the fuck do we need to pay songwriters? We'll make this do it. Uh, that's a pretty bleak future to look at, and it's probably many, many, many decades away. But even then, it's still a bit like, fucking hell, well, what do people do once it's all automated? Well, that's it. What's the point of this then? Just these, these meat bags just but then there's, there's like walking a belief, around. There's like some people who believe that we are becoming something more. Oh. And basically, like, the the internet, social media, AI, and all of this combined with us, we become, like, one big interconnected being while remaining very se separate individual mm. beings. And that is the next level some people see as. that Like, that's the next level of existence is becoming this big hive mind. Oh, God. Sort of singular thing while remaining separate in physical life. But online, we become one big sort of mass... It's a very bleak future. <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah. Bleak future. Mm. Almost as bleak as my bladder control. I'm holding you need on. To go again. I'm holding on, people. Hang on to the end of this match. I'm hanging on to the end the of the match. The trick is to hold on. To time it right so that yeah. you can do all the bump between where I just sit there anyway going, uh huh, that's right. Uh, In fair, no, just ignore what I just said because I realize I've just said that you could do most of this podcast. Uh, by just asking GPT to write my lines. <laughs> write Sam's bits for the classic Nitro review. Right. <laughs> write a poem. This is GPT about Bovril. So yeah, like, have we worked it out as barbarian more like um, Saturday Night Centric? Because it, it just feels like he's he come is. from nowhere. Let me have a look. Oh, no. I, I'm not looking at any of it. I want to so, hear it. Oh, my God. I've, I've asked ChatGPT to write a poem about Bovril. Of course. <laughs> and it looks fucking amazing. 
Nobody comes to these watch-alongs to watch along. It's it's a it's a watch. I hope not. Watch log adjacent. <laughs> okay, powers right. of pain and everything. JCP, WWF. You got powers of pain through to nineteen ninety, and then he was singles competitor through to nineteen ninety two, and then returned to WCW ninety two and ninety three for a small stint. Returned WWF ninety four ninety five, and then became part of the Super Assassins in WCW ninety five, uh, teaming with former powers of pain tag team partner of the Warlord, known as the Super Assassins, then became part of the Dungeon of Doom, or the ancillary forces of the Dungeon of Doom, all the way through to the Faces of Fear in 98. So he's kind of around. Sort of around, but never really used right by the sounds of it. I now present a poem about Bovril written by ChatGPT. All right. Bovril, the drink of champions, the brew of the brave... A hearty broth. A high knee! Hang on a sec! That can't be. No. Yeah, I was going to say that was fucking no way. Bovril, the drink of champions, the brew of the brave. A hearty broth that fortifies and sustains through the day, which is with its meaty, rich flavor and its comforting warmth. Bovril's the perfect pit-me-up on a cold winter's morn. From the fields of the cattle to the kettle on the stove, Bovril's journey is a story. The power of love. Okay. Oh, there you oh. go. Barbarian got the win. What was the point of the break? <sighs> For the love of the land and the love of oh, its yeah, people. Bovril's a stable for over 100 years. <laughs> so, it, there we go. It makes poems about Bovril. Mate, we are redundant now. <laughs> you could written ask a it savage to, promo and written a poem about Bovril. You could ask it to fit a song with it as well. That's the scary thing. You can re get really specific, but you've got to just say things like, these lines need to match in yeah, each verse, and could... that needs to match. If I just write egg, what will it do? Egg. I'm just putting egg into chat I'm GPT. Gonna leave, I'm going to leave you all with my, you sorry, do my that. tiny bladder. Is, is, I'm so I'm like a kid you, on a car journey. Like, are we there yet? Take a shot Are every we time. there yet? I need to wee. I've, well, you do that. Well, I, I've confused chat GPT because I've just written egg as a command. And it doesn't know what to do with that information. <laughs> DDP is into the final along with Rick's... Was it Rick Steiner? Um... No, the Barbarian. How silly of me. DDP and Rick Steiner into the final uh, of these are the Battle Bowl. So that kind of rounds out the Battle Bowl. That rounds out the whole Battle Bowl type thing. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to see everybody there again a bit later on, you lucky thing. Uh, we move on to the US title. We have rattled through... So many of our matches tonight. This is possibly the second longest match of the evening, I do believe, that we're about to see now. The second longest match of the evening. And it features this guy looking great in the in the sort of the black trim. Jushin Thunder Liger makes his appearance into the into the, the arena for WCW at Baton Rouge. More like Battle Rouge, am I right? So he's here, his old Jushin Thunder Liger. So Jushin Liger challenging Conan. Bit of a cross of the, you know, a clash of uh, cultures here. Clash of wrestling cultures. Which I'm very much up for seeing. Very excited to see what goes down here. We'll see how we, we'll see how we get on. It should be a fun time. It should be a fun old time. So, mate, you're going to love this. They've spelled Conan wrong. On the, on the graphics, they've dropped an extra N. 
So it's Conan. Extra F. It's dropped. They called him Conan. Yeah. K O double N. No, he's, he's K O N A N on here. Oh, he's. They just said K O N A N. Oh, they dropped it. I thought yeah. you meant he said they dropped one in. I was like, an no, extra no, no. one? No, K O N A N. K O triple N A N? Oh, if only. Look at this, mate. What a moment in time this is. Yeah. Jushin Liger just, versus Kona. Just dirty. Just dirty. For the US just title. Dirty. What a what a show what a show this is gonna be. This is the um the second longest match of the night. <laughs> this is gonna be the second longest match of the night. And still doesn't go over ten minutes. <laughs> I just I uh, I mean the the thing is, right, again. You can't to, knock them, they're trying. They're it, trying. It's been mercifully brief because now we're up to match thirteen. Of what, oh, like 15. fifteen, yeah. So we're like we're nearly we're 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 well on the way home. I typed in egg. And ChatGPT just gave me a description of what an egg was. Mm, yeah. So that's all right. Yeah. Thought I might have just baffled it by just writing in as little as type possible. Type in, like, if you... I uh, know. What There's would no you point. type in to try and confuse an AI? I'd ask it what it's like just existing as a box and not in a physical form. Is it painful being an AI? Oh, You're not getting a cognitive answer from it. It's not cognitive yet. Uh, we've got to worry about the day it does become cognitive. Mm. We should just ask it this every day, just to be sure. It's almost like there's some certain shit we should just sort of uh, have not explored, like like nuclear arms, uh, <laughs> artificial intelligence. As an AI language model, I do not have the capability to experience emotions or physical sensations. I exist solely to process and generate text-based. That sounds patterns. like a company line to me, I'm yeah, sorry. It's I like when you ask Amazon, are you listening to me? It's no. No, I'm not listening to you and sending it all back to Jeff's house. My existence is limited to performing the task I was designed for, which is to assist and provide information oh, to users. Conan's right. got K's shaved into his head. <laughs> did you did you fall in line? You're probably too old for it. Did you fall in line with any of the 90s hair trends, like getting a Nike swoosh shaved in? I tried to grow a tail for a while. Uh, you had a rat tail? I tried to grow a rat Ooh. tail. I have the issue where my hair grows out rather oh, than down. Oh, Conan's got the triple A logo mm. on his tights. He has indeed. <laughs> I always feel like, we, obviously we K. call it triple A all the time, but I love when it's like triple A. Triple A sounds much nicer, yeah. much more romantic. Uh, that was it. No, so you were trying to grow a rat tail when I was like nine or ten. I had a Nike swoosh shaved at my head when I was like eight. Nice. Yeah, short back and sides, night tick, Good right on the back. Pretty Big sure, boy shit, Reeboks. Yeah. Pretty sure my brother had tram lines for a while. <laughs> Not of any tram lines, like, fucking hell. Tram out. lines. Yeah, yeah. On his hair. They were, uh, yeah, they were popular for a while. Mm. I always have this image of my brother in, the, pants. in the garden, like his mate with a razor shaving his hair. Right. Bold. And then they that went. It sounds like a cult. Indoctrination it ceremony. Just done it. But then he went for a weekend in, in, in Scotland. He went to Glasgow. He came back with two black eyes. And I, I <laughs> just remember thinking, did you just go there like looking for trouble? I feel like you just went there some looking people, for trouble. Some people do. Some yeah, people like, you know, like a bit of trouble, some tourism. Yeah. I but don't... sometimes you've got to get it out of your system. Yeah, I think you just had to get it out of his system. Yeah. Trouble tourism. And you find <laughs> out your brother was actually like Jack the Ripper. He might have been. <laughs> he was born in 1803. He might have been. I had a chat with my my mum and dad before we came on to here, and they they rang because my my brother's uh, away on his holiday at the moment. He's in the south, right? And they my mum and dad are retired, and they said like we were we're going to see your brother. We're going to surprise him when they're on his holiday. And he said, "I'll be honest with you, 
last night we were talking about coming to see you as a surprise. Yeah. I was like, oh, lovely. He said, but then when you were talking to your mum, you said you haven't got a day off until, you know, for like three weeks. I said, no, I haven't. And, right, so we didn't in the end. So <laughs> we like, saw our, so we decided to see our better son. So we saw the better son. <laughs> I said I appreciate, and to be fair, I would have been, it would have, I'd have been crap company because I am working a lot for the next couple of weeks, and uh, and he said, but, but I appreciate the thought <laughs> that you nearly came up, and then we got chatting about all sorts of other stuff and like Dad's things he's found on YouTube, and he went, I want to, I want to get one of those steady cams that they've got, the ones that are, that are um, that you can use in the water. What are they call the old, oh, like um, the, um... the old go jobs. Oh no, <laughs> go jobs. Well, you need to tell him that the go job isn't going to give him steady footage like he thinks. He needs a go job. <laughs> he needs a go job, and what the fuck's it called? It's not a jib. It's a fucking abe, 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 abe. It's got a potentiometer in it and a fucking uh, what do you call it? Where you got circles running around the to, to keep it balanced. It's like a handheld steady cam, boy. I can't oh. remember the words. It's, it's got like I've seen oh, people use them with their phones now. What the fuck they called? Yeah, it's it sort of it, it's a it's a product, but basically it will keep that thing level. So fuck, let me find the word. It was I more. Keep it's to say gibbet, but a gibbet's not a gibbet's something much more different. The comedy more comes from the fact that he was looking for the word GoPro and came back with Go Job. So from now on, they'll be called a Go Job. Yeah, <laughs> any camera's called a Go Job now in our house. Uh, stabilizer. What is it? It is a fucking a fucking. Uh, 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 come on, Amazon, load. He was very angry because they went to a service Gimble, station. Gimbal. A fucking gimbal. Gimbal. Gimbal's what you need. Oh. Gimbal's like you can have your phone on a gimbal and be doing this with it and shaking it, gimbal. but it'll keep it all level. That's interesting. The more yeah. you know. He was very cross because they went to, mum was like, we went to a service station inside a mountain on the way here. And so that sounds amazing. Yeah. And he went, dad was like, oh, it's awful. Didn't have a Burger King. They had a KFC and a Smith. It was no, shit. Had, no, no, no. If they they had that, he'd been fine with it. <laughs> they had a farm shop oh. and they had like fresh produce. My dad was like, I just want a Burger King or a Greg's. It's nice that you make your own sausage rolls and pies, but it just doesn't compare. Sorry, love. No, I just want like, I want cheap bought from the store budget versions of but the food. I was in, I was at Steph's yesterday and I, uh, I found the local... Sarni shop because it's been like oh. it was a while. I was sort of sat there. I was like, kind of hungry. Nothing really in, and I was like, fuck it, let's uh, find the local butty shop. Mm. Banging, nice. absolutely banging. Do we give him a shout? I think they're called the Butty Box or Butty Barn in Rotherham. The Butter Barn. There's not a lot in Rotherham, but that place is banging. It's covered in butter. <laughs> Coincidentally, if you do find yourself in Rotherham listening to this and you've not been down to Entertainment Station. Get down there Ooh. for all your retro gaming needs. They're fucking amazing. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you get satin stuff from there? I feel uh, like yeah, they, uh, my first ever satin, my model one Japanese satin from there. Oh, nice. So so, they do, yeah. oh, okay, so there's a nice selection. They had a, they had a sharp snares in there for like 180, and I was like, because oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the <laughs> VHS, VHS snares combi, and it's sort of like, oh, oh. like it's fucking banging. Delicious. They had a 2600 in there, like an original 2600 in banging, Nick. They, I could have spent a lot of money in that shop. When I have more disposable income, I think Alex is going to divorce me because I'm just going to buy retro I, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I find myself just in this hole of like, oh, like retro guitar or retro thing. I'll buy it and fix it up. It's like, and then what do you do with it? It sits. It's mm. like, you're right. I'm a Dreamcast. It can run any Dreamcast game. It's like, great. 
<laughs> you got all the Dreamcast games now. Play them. It's like okay. <laughs> now play all the Dreamcast games forever. Yeah, and it's fun, but you know, for a, after a while, it's a bit like fucking hell. But again, like there's only so much dynamite copper man can take. You know? <laughs> Which is better, dynamite cop or dynamite ducks? Yeah. Which is better? Which is better, Dynamite mm. Cop? Yeah, the You've right got to stop this weird terrorist who's got like a jewel in a crown on his head. Uh, and he's ripped. He looks like the king of Atlantis. Um, and he has kidnapped the president's daughter aboard like a, a New York ferry. And you've got to, you're the Dynamite Cop, right? You've got to go on and, and save the president's daughter or whatever. Oh, got him. Just got him. On the kick out? No, 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 no. I was going to say, kicked out there. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, you got to kind of go on the boat and it's like, hey, here's a weapon after you punch the first crate. It's a rocket launcher. And you just rocket launch in a load of, like, um, kidnappers. It's, it's a good game. Ooh. Well. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Dynamite Cop. I it's, uh, well, a lot of Dreamcast shit is just... Um, it's just similar to Saturn. It's like um, it's like arcade ports. Yeah, I just played through Judgment, however, and uh, Judgment has the best selection of Sega arcades in all of the RGG universe so far. Oh, so I'd, I'd recommend Judgment. You don't need to have played any of the other Yakuza's to play it. Um, it's similar. It's the same universe, different characters altogether, different setup. You're an ex-lawyer trying to kind of prove somebody innocent in like very ridiculous circumstances, and it becomes crazier and crazier as it goes on. But there's just fucking Virtual Fight 2, Virtual Fight 5. Uh, you've got what? Uh, I think there's Puyo Puyo in one of the arcades. I think there's um, fucking Space Harrier. There's loads. Claw Machines. Is Dave Toner in there or not? No. Oh. Yeah, it's a shame. Dave Toner is the best one. Dave raced Toner. raced with uh, your missus on Outrun the other night. Or your birthday. <laughs> Outrun 2. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Outrun's fun. Outrun's a lot of fun. Yeah. Nash is a, that's a, that was a fun night at the game, Emporium. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't lovely, it? Lovely little, lovely little Do we have another one when Steph's up for the um, Conan over? Conan wins, by the way. Uh, when Steph's up for the tattoo convention. Yeah, if you come to Newcastle Tattoo Convention, my girlfriend's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, get tattooed by my girlfriend. Plug that. Yeah, yeah. plug Steph's. Melbourne Tattoos, there. Instagram, go. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Get tattooed. Is it is it is it a potential money spinner for Steph, or is it just a exposure? Oh, it, it's, a, it's a, I guess it's a bit of both, but it's it's more just sort of getting your name out there, doing some new stuff. Uh, she's never done Newcastle Con before, so should be good. So when's that? Uh, that is April. Okay. I think April, back end of April. Big North Tattoo Show. Nice. We'll get her on Radio Newcastle before, and somebody coming up to do it. Yeah. We'll have a, oh yeah, we'll get her on. <laughs> we'll get her on. They bought they bought me till the end of May, so we'll get her on. <laughs> I, I like to use my power for good. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the evil. We'll, 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 plug, uh, we'll plug Steph at the tattoo convention. I just want you to get a big tattoo of Taz on your face. <laughs> just like across the Not middle. the cartoon characters, Taz. Taz's I also face. wondered whether I'd get a tattoo. And, I, and it, never, it was never something that, that always crossed my mind as something to do until probably I, maybe I have a, a midlife crisis. I'm, that thinking about going, I'm thinking about going laser on this and getting yeah. a full Japanese arm. I think you've talked to me before There's be about a lot, like... uh, lot of laser. Here's Gene back though. Oh, where's all your where's Flaring, all your fancy ladies? Woman, woman. So we've got a bit here with Ric Flair having a chat that sets up something I think for the Great American Bash teaser teaser. 
You've bought tonight's entertainment. <laughs> Why not buy the Great American Bash? Basically, yeah. Here's Miss Elizabeth in a Charlie's Angels catsuit. Yeah. Watch her hit a high kick. What a oh, woman's woman's. Oh, she's being rude around me and Jean again. <laughs> of course, it is Jean, you pervert. Jean's twenty-eight here. I love like Flair's jackets, man. Are always golden, but oh. like the. Oh, here we go. Sonopolis. That was a level in Sonic 2. <laughs> oh, so Randy's locked up downtown. Savage is in prisons. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Rick Flair cuts a promo about Randy Savage. Reference... Oh, it might be at capacity. How dare you? I tried to get the chat AI to do something else, and I'm getting an error. I think it's. I think. Isn't it funny how when I asked it if it was if it was sentient. It stopped allowing me to play. Well, I think you asked one too many questions, Tom. I think I asked too many questions. I think ChatGPT probably knows all the truth about Randy Savage, though. Mm, I think That's why it's not responding. Because Randy that. Savage was actually active in a war zone at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know he is a, a service-to-air missile. Some would say that also Randy Savage, when he was decommissioned, uh, his memory was downloaded into ChatGPT. Maybe. And and he is actually the, the, the <laughs> unit that runs ChatGPT. Which is why that Randy Savage promo came out so well. Snap into a dot, dot, dot. Slim Jim. Yeah. Somewhere there's like Savage's body wired up to a computer. A tear rolls down from one eye. Well, that's dark, isn't it? Yeah, it's really oh, dark. It's dark. fucking Emperor Humanity Warhammer shit, that. Yeah. Is he I alive? Is the chair keeping him alive? Is he dead? Is there anything? Do we know? I don't know. Let's turn him into a religion. He didn't want to be a religion. I don't care. Oh, Gilliman's back. Oh, shit. Things are getting weird. Humanity's doomed. Oh, it's Warhammer. <laughs> it's Warhammer. But here, 10,000 years ago, this fucking radical thing happened. Watch this. <laughs> the Horus Heresy is banging, though. I, I will fight anybody who says it's not. <laughs> the idea that the Emperor of Mankind finally reunites all of his children that were cast away by the forces of chaos. <laughs> and then because they were cast away by the forces of chaos. It's so pro-fucking-wrestling. They were, like, corrupted, and some of them turn against him, and there's, like, this civil war between the Emperor's children. Oh. And it leads to the Emperor of Mankind being, like, fucking murdered, basically. Um, well, he uses the last of his power to get rid of the bad son, but, like, dies. Um, and then they just kind of put his corpse on this throne, uh, on, like, this golden throne, and he just sort of... It's this state of, does he exist? Is he still sentient? Is he still, like psychic is he there or Lacey is just this corpse in a big chair and they're just sort of like yeah everything's fine it seems fine <laughs> seems, seems good to me so Mongo's out because Rick's going oh Debs is nice Kevin Green better debut right now I'm going to be angry Kevin Green Kevin Green Kevin Green Big Green he has been talked about on a couple of occasions I just, he needs to hurry up because I, I can't fucking wait for that segment. I can't wait. Oh. But Flair's got a perv on 
Mongo's wife a bit more. Flair just hiding behind Arn. Wasn't Mongo part of like the 85 Bears though? Was it the 85 Bears? I don't think there were that many. Hey! Look at him! Look oh, at Mongo! Young boy Mongo. Ming and Ming the Merciless were two other names he was known by. Ming the Merciless! Oh, here you go. Pick a tag partner, any tag partner. Yeah, he was on the 85 Bears, I think. Mongo oh. probably made more money in one year after they won that Super Bowl than Flair did his entire career. Yeah. <laughs> Mongo Very was probably likely. part of the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> you ever seen the Super Bowl yes, shuffle? Yes, I have. Yeah, because yeah, it inspired the Wrestle Rock Rubble. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Kevin Green. Kevin Green. Look at the Kevin size of Green. this ham Kevin Green. He won't need a Slim Jim, but he might hit a oh. Power Slam. Oh. Kevin Green. <laughs> Oh, look at him go! A oh, flare is gone. Oh, nice. Kevin Green, Adam Mongo McMichael versus Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Book it. <laughs> You'll regret asking for that. I'm telling you. Flair, I love, I love Flair's facials there. Like, oh, what? Kevin Green? <laughs> Kevin Green? What are you doing here? That's mental. <laughs> Look at these two, the tucked in shirt. Look at this security lad just getting ruffled. He just stands there. <laughs> just the fact Ric Flair's just looking at What next? Brett Favre sent a picture of his dick to loads of people. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what next? Eli Manning doing a throw. Oh, football. The Mannings are done now, aren't they? That's it. it. Well, it, well yeah. Eli and Peyton are gone. Ah. Yeah, bye it's, bye. It's it just yeah. It's Man. been a few years since I've been able to stay on top on top of the NFL. Mm. But every time I go back, it's just sort of like oh, it's, it's different now. Everything's changed now. Still got Aaron Rodgers though. Manning down doesn't really want to be there. Just if he could leave Aaron, that'd be great. <laughs> we lost Kevin. Have a, little, have a little sleep, Aaron. You'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Green. Oh, oh taking I'm taking this top off. Hello. Arn's you might be an offensive tackle. But you can't do the spine buster like the Arn Master. Arn looks like me when it's a Saturday morning and I I've fucking got else wish. To go. I wish, baldness included, I wish I looked like fucking Arn Anderson. <laughs> like, I would take that body for that level of baldness. <laughs> he doesn't lose that level of baldness for the rest of his career. In fact, Arn's always been that bald. Yeah, it's true. He's grand. If anything, Arn never actually became bald. He just always had that balding hair. He's, yeah, his hair yeah. hasn't changed since the day he popped out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go, Mongo and Kev. So Kevin Green is, uh, yeah, it's sort of, he's, I guess, a Ronda of the time. He's a sports star like Mongo coming in from externally. Yeah. Uh, he's got good size, good build for it. He's not going to be like the drizzling shit. Um, like you'd expect, you know, going off a lot of 90s, you know, wider cameos. There will be worse. Wrestling. There will be a lot worse than Kevin Green. Uh, but as as I've said several times in the build-up to this, if you've missed the episodes, there is a key moment coming up where uh, Mongo needs Randy Savage's help to train Kevin Green. Mm. And it involves Kevin Green having to eat a Slim Jim. And it is fucking golden. 
Are we ready for the main event of the Lethal Lottery? Yes. The main event of the pay-per-view. The main no, event of the no, Lethal no. Lottery. This is what it's all about, though. So, <laughs> third time tonight seeing Dirty, Dirty Dick. Dick Slater. Jesus. Third time tonight seeing Earl Robert Eaton. <laughs> They're just like, the ones that keep getting the run out are just... It's just like, no. it's just like, well, thank fuck you had like a Bobby Eaton in there. Because it's just like, you know, he, he's got good stamina. He's got an ability mm. to go. Oh, I love it. I love it. Public air, like Booker T out in the first round. Heaven forbid. No, a workhorse in any of these matches? No. <laughs> no. Get him out. Get him out. Get him no. out. Luca, Pointless. get him out. <laughs> what, what the people need is barbarians. Or? Yes, they need barbarian. They don't need Regal and Dave Taylor in this match. The barbarian, get him out. Barbarians. <laughs> bar, 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 barbarian. So this is the, the 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 wild conclusion. The raging climax is an eight-man battle royal. I don't mind that, that the concept should stay on paper. I'm quite sickened by the fact that Bobby could have a pretty sweet pompadour, but he's just brushing it all back. <laughs> Disgraceful behavior. Yeah, you th the pompadour would suit his persona more. Yeah, he'd look like a blonde honky-tonk man. Right. <laughs> and here we flipping go. The end of Lethal Lottery. He's just royal. in the corner going, um, where do I go? <laughs> An eight-man battle royal. The winner becomes the Lord of the Ring. The mayor of the mat. The, well, it'd be the Lords of the... Uh, you know, it is the Lord, in it? Because it's about a royal. So Yeah, only one winner. So at some point, Johnny Grunge and Rock a Rock may have to turn your, your on local, each other. Your local government councillor of the general arena ring area. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's good that. MP for the... MP for the right honourable um, space of Baton Rouge's arena's central ring area. Member of Parliament for causing harmonant. Yeah. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> Prime Minister of Matches. King of the Ring, if you will. No, we can't <laughs> have that! No! Why not? It makes the most sense. Vince has got that one already locked Fucking down. Vince. He's got to copyright everything, doesn't he? I keep he? hearing King of the Rings back this year, and I'm buzzing for it. I, I, it, I am and I'm not. It's mm. like, it, if we're going to keep the the cartoony king stuff, it, it's like it works with certain characters, but like, Bret Hart did the whole, you know, I'm going to wear the crown, uh, do the whole ceremony thing, but then, you know, it, it's, it's sort of, it's in the continued, sustained use of the crown cape. It works with certain people, like we saw with Corbin, mm. golden, but it, it's sort of, I... I, I kind of I fear for a cartoony modern King of the Ring coming back. I'd like a more serious sort of yeah okay I'll do the kind of pose with you know the crown or whatever, but I'm just gonna you know Triple H it. I'm not wearing the fucking crown. Yes. Like, I'm King of the Ring. <laughs> Why would a King of the Ring wear the crown? Like, I'm not a king king. I'm just best fucking wrestler, right? Mm. So I I, I I like that kind of take on it. So maybe if we do more of that. But then it depends entirely on who wins it, because sometimes, as I said, you know, the character lines up just right, like Corbin did. I, th I thought Corbin as King of the Ring, initially, yeah, I could see why people hated it, but it was like, look, he's somebody who's going to be able to run this into the ground to a level that it becomes a meme. Mm. Like, he is, he was the perfect person to put the bloody crown and cape on, because he would take it seriously, and he would treat himself like he was, you know, super honorable and amazing. But if it's a more serious character, just kind of have the, yeah, and then just, just quietly 
Then, just keep calling him King of the Ring. Then Xavier fine. Woods was King Woods. Yeah, uh, and which I, I think worked really well as well. But I still felt like it was more just a favor for Woods, which is fine and deserved. Yeah. And it just felt like he won the King of but the Ring as a it, favor. That's what I mean is like if, if, if the person sort of displays a character, displays, uh, portrays a character who's more likely to kind of lean into it and have fun with it, go for it. Yeah. But if, if you want a more serious winner, you can always do the easy route of kind of like, you know, Austin didn't wear a fucking crown and cape. It just made him the best wrestler that wasn't kind of holding any gold. Do you feel like that the there needs to be more of a, a more tangible prize than just you are a king? Yeah, it needs to be you're king of the ring, so you're the best unchampioned wrestler or whatever, and uh, and also you have this shot. I think giving time. giving it kind of yeah, giving it a shot makes it for me more kind of okay. The stakes. There's a reason that these people want to be in there fighting each other and doing this stuff. Yeah, title match. Yeah, yeah. when it gets a title shot. I, I always like the idea of it being the title shot SummerSlam. Yeah, because you know, King and Queen of the Ring, I think it just it just works because you know it's sort of you've got a lot of different talent you can throw into these that are maybe underrepresented or maybe are questioning whether we do pull the trigger. You know, on X, Y, Z talent over the course of like the build to a King of the Ring tournament, you have that time to do it, I guess. Mm. So part of me sort of, you can go many ways with it, but I'd like a serious King of the Ring for the first time in a few years. Yeah, I'm with you. I see where you're coming from with that. <laughs> oh, 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 Bobby. Robert Eaton. Dirty Dick is living with you. <laughs> Oh, dick and rubber I didn't gone. make my dick dirty for you to come out here and ruin it. <laughs> his foot's dirty. He's always walking around without his boot on. Dick, dirty dick's livid. So Rocco Rock's gone. Dirty dick, I think, is gone. Scott's oh, Scotty gone. Norton's just gone. Oh, Scott In his Harlem Heat gear as well. <laughs> and you notice that Scott Norton is reverse Vader. Yeah. He is. He's backwards he? gear Vader because Vader always looked like he was wearing his singlet backwards anyway. Sometimes he was. Though, uh, that's yeah. What I heard. <laughs> so like Scott Norton's just looking like in his fire and ice gear, just looking like reverse Vader <laughs> or in, backwards Vader, I guess. <laughs> inverted Vader. Re, re, Redev. Yeah. Redev. <laughs> R E. Redav. 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 The man they whereas Vader, Red <laughs> whereas Vader challenged Will Ospreay to a match, uh, Scott Norton was like, "Yeah, Ospreay." Os uh, Scott Scott Norton was super supportive. <laughs> yeah. We never got the showdown we needed, which was Vader versus Redav. <laughs> Gosh, I forgot about that Vader Osprey match. Yeah, was it was. I, I wished I could have got to that mm. real bad. Like I, a big Vader fan as a kid, but it was a ridiculous set of circumstances that led to it. Oh, what? Oh. One, two, three. All right, we're down to DDP Barbarian. What? One, two, no. Oh, yeah, I was oh. going to say, there's no fucking way it could be that easy. When was it pinfall as well? I don't know, but we have been talking over a lot of it, so I'm going to give them the benefit be of the doubt. We have to be fair. Yeah. Oh, referee <laughs> shove. Is Nick, oh, it's um, Nick Patrick in it as well. <laughs> Is that Nick Patrick? Nick Patrick's incredibly tall, so it could be Nick Patrick. Speak to somebody who, who says Nick Patrick's kid went to their school and they were like, Nick Patrick is really tall. <laughs> That's not Nick Patrick, though, so I shall, I shall shut up. Go on, Barbarian. Win and become Lord of the Ring. Do something, Sione. <laughs> Formerly of... Barb of the Aryan. <laughs> Who's your favourite Barbarian? 
Conan. Conan's up there, man. Conan's got to be the number one. Conan's the only barbarian I really know. Other than the barbarians at the start of Gladiator, they look metal as fuck. The Germanic tribes, they look cool. Oh! No, he can't cheat. It's naughty. Crowd are just done with this show. (laughs) Yeah. I must admit, even I'm quite sleepy for watching this one. It's been a lot. (laughs) A lot of short matches, but a lot. I think it's a good statement for how... um, how much I enjoy those WWE pay-per-views where they're like five matches. Yeah. You know. I think that recently WWE's been hitting like a good strike. Rumble aside, but Rumble's a big four or big five, sorry now. Um, but like, it, it's sort of the, the, the more condensed the show is, the better I feel it feels because it just feels like there's no extra fat. Yeah. They don't have to trim anything. Everything's just sort of lean and how it should be. And you can give people- Oh, kick out. And you can give the time, can't you? Yeah. You can give the time to whoever needs it, and I yeah. like that. I'd rather not, you know, I think that that's something to learn from. I think that having two nights of WrestleMania it means that you can have like a 10-match card. <sighs> it's, just, it's, a... it's one, it's got to be so much more monetizable to do two-night Mania. Two, it feels more like a festival of wrestling, which is what Mania Week has become. So that lean into it. In it yeah. You know, like Mania as two nights, like as somebody who's done two sit-down, like eight-hour, seven-and-a-half-hour Manias, it's a lot. Mm. it's a lot and it's a lot of fun I'm, I'm not gonna deny that like it's a hell of a lot of fun but by the end of it you are absolutely fucking obliterated like you're just knackered because it's so much stuff you've kind of been watching keeping track of the the two night deal just feels more special on top of it as well because yeah. it's you know two big main events so i i'm i'm all about mania becoming a multi-night spectacular same for sure i enjoy like it just means you can enjoy the you can enjoy the weekend more yeah like you can have the Saturday. The fact night. you can fill the friday through to the monday nights is is golden mm. well even beyond that like you could you know there was i think it was for wrestlemania 20 wrestlemania 37 where you had Oof. nice power bomb kick out where you had like stand and deliver night one stand and deliver night two the hall of fame yeah. smackdown wrestlemania night one wrestlemania night and two, this is it is i'm surprised it's taken them this long because so many other companies capitalize on mania week i'm surprised it took them that long to fill the week with their own events yeah just to go well no, i still week. i still want them to do a music of wwe event probably next time they're in new york because there's so many music venues so close together oh, like a concert like if you could have jim i know he's he doesn't like being in front of crowds and stuff but if you could have jim johnson there like play austin's theme on guitar Mm. and do a sit-down talk with him, do a little set of music, have an orchestra to do, like, you know, other themes. It'd be fucking wild. I'd watch the shit out of that. That would be good fun, actually. And there he'd done it. And the crowd go miles. More booing. It felt there. It felt like more booing. Yeah, they're just not really into DDP. I do, no, but it's He's not even not being anyway. a DDP. It feels like the last few matches, it's just been a... Oh, it's the second <laughs> hour of Nitro, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry about the match. Lord of the Ring, you get a ring. Let's Lord not show the, of the Ring. Heaven forbid you show the ring on a camera anywhere. Did nobody like question back then? You, you, I mean, you must have had to worry about this. You've got to get the right ring size. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue. I'm sorry, Tom, but my bladder has gone. Oh, bless you. Could you top up my, my goblet? I can do. Thank uh, you, friend. It's some water. Uh, I'll go with water, please. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, definitely water. That'll be fine. So DDP, crowd going mild for that one. It's a weird one because DDP hasn't had really 
Like, he just sort of came back, and this is like a bit of a momentum shoot for him. It'll see him sort of start to make his way towards the main event mix. He will become the people's champion in years to come, and uh, there's questions of whether or not he should have actually been in the match at all, as you see there, but now he was fine. Uh, Dave Meltzer giving that one half a star. Dave not into that battle royal. It was a pretty flat ending to a flat tournament, but... Uh, by the grace of God, we've made it to the main event of the evening. Two hours, 25 minutes, and five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. As we are ready for our main event of the evening, it's the giant defending the title. There he is. I love how media talks very quickly like that. Jimmy Hart getting handcuffed outside the ring, apparently. Thank you very much for supporting as long as you have and watching this as far as you have. It's much appreciated. Patreon.com forward slash Cultaholics. Watch the video version if you haven't done so already. We can't show you what we're watching because obviously that belongs to WWE, but you can watch our reactions to it. You can watch me being sat in a room on my own waiting for a, a goblet of water to arrive. Exactly. Patreon.com forward slash Goldaholic. Thank you. Giant looking phenomenal here. Absolutely phenomenal. Apple pie! A cockroach in his apple pie. In his own words. You must excuse me because I'm feeling... Well, thank you much of this. It's been a long watch. Uh, it's been a, it's been a lot to drink in this one. Uh, we're recording mid afternoon. <laughs> it's been a, it's been this will be the fifteenth match of the show. They even got a um, they got a, a dark match. I forgot to mention earlier. American males versus actually, I'll mention it when he comes back in. We'll mention that one. You're right. Welcome back for the main right. event. Uh, Giant has, has said that Sting has been uh, a, uh, a fly in his apple pie. Okay, not in his soup or... No. Nope. Nope. Mm. Well, you said about apple pie, which means he's more American than anybody else other than Hulk Hogan. So Yes, exactly. Lex Luger's never once brought up apple pie. It makes him the most American of all Americans. Yeah. Talking of Leg Luger. Real American, if you will. There he is. The man called Leg. And he looks... It looks a bit annoyed to be out there. So where do you think this is going? Oh. I mean, you know where it's going, but where, where do you think it's going right now mentally without knowing the result? Oh, I think Leg's going to cost him. At least I just... I hope, I hope it goes somewhere. Just anywhere at That's this point. Been, it's sort of been the biggest thing is I'm, I'm amazed at how much it was able to sort of stretch out. Oh, um, God, yeah. Like... Because ah, it, it has been since logo. Nitro won, really, the Lex Uncertainty. Uh, they've got the wrong logo for the for the match there. There you go. What about As, US, it's US Heavyweight title? It's, it's That's not the US. Yeah, it's heavy. the world, right? US, world. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the US is the world. Same thing. Um, what did Dave give the Battle Royal? It, was, it felt longer than any other bout. Well, it felt longer than some of the bouts. It was nine minutes and 13. I'm going to say 
two stars. One and a half. One and a half. I felt like the the kind of the additional back and forth toward the end would have went in its favor a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, he said basically the first six minutes was one of the worst battle royals he's ever yeah. seen. The final three minutes and 30 were very good. Uh, I forgot to mention earlier in the night, we had a dark match before the show, okay. which saw the American Males. Yeah, uh, American Mark, Males, American Males, American Males, American Males, American uh, Males, American Males, American Males. Beat Max Muscle yeah. and Shark John Tenter in two minutes and 37 seconds. You got John Tenter on staff and you've not got him in the main event beating the shit out of the giant. I'm just saying... Here we go. You've got John Tenter on the card. You've not got him just throwing disco off the roof of Cobo Hall. I know you're not in Cobo Hall. <laughs> I know that you're nowhere near it. You should still just cut to it. Just a just a military press over and over again. Do you um, <laughs> just keep showing it until it goes away? <laughs> until it becomes painfully bad. Do you remember when... Uh, PJ and Duncan released Let's Get Ready to Rumble. I remember having it on VH, uh, sorry, VHS, cassette. Yeah. Uh, they added an H, a H to it to avoid this motherfucker. An H? To Rumble. It oh, okay. Yeah, R-H-U-M-B-L-E. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, Michael Buffer registered the trademark. Yeah, so it's up this motherfucker yeah. coming after our boys. Well, you would, though. I mean, yeah. Christ, like, lady, like the, the whole, yeah, and for the millions watching around the world, let's get ready to... It's, it's fucking gold, man. Mm. Like, do you remember Ready to Rumble Boxing? Oh, yeah. Shit, man. Like, it was everywhere. Because the thing is, like, 90s were a huge time for wrestling, but for boxing, man, it, it's, 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 it's like another beast. In phenomenal shape here. Absolutely phenomenal shape. We he's a bit of a figure of fun on the classic SmackDown review is big show because like he's bad he's in bad shape and they constantly take the piss out yeah. of him for it. Here he's incredible. Oh god, yeah. Like this incredible. is it's, it's just it's there's nothing but upside. Like look at him, oh. fucking look at him. How has he not just been world heavyweight champion since arriving? He's the biggest of big boys. He's, got he's big gonna hold this through to what August? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, he's got a good run with it. Because I think it takes a little bit for Hogan to get it off him. Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, yes. Somewhat ready. <laughs> I like the big fight feel this has. This is nice. It's what they got right, man. Lord knows we've waited a long time. Ah, oh. even as like a little kid, it just made it feel more real to have him there. Yeah, because you know I'd see him. You know I didn't really get it, but I'd see him at the time like when my dad's watching Tyson box. I'd see like that, and it's it's it, that just it was like oh that WWF doesn't have that. Mm. So like, and it was just one of those little things where I remember I'd always be like, well, "WCW's got Michael Buffer." Like, come it on. felt bigger for having him there. Stang and Giant, yeah, main event of Slambury '96, Luger ringside, tentatively thinking about Hilton. Look at the pace on the Giant, for the love of God! Just Look at him, man! Incredible. Just... He really is like a once in a generational talent, isn't he? Like, I don't think he ever gets that love, but he, he fucking deserves it because there's nobody that was that size and able to do as much, I'd say, as Paul White. No, there never has like, been. Like, you know, yeah, you had, you know, physical specimens that were amazing, like Carly, but the the thing that comes with that is is accumulated injuries and, and you know, the 
the lesser ability to work compared to somebody that I mean, fucking look at him. Look at him. Mm. And he's like 24 here or something. 23. Yeah. It's sickening. <laughs> like it's insane. Like I don't even know how to process it because it's like Big Show's still around to this day. Because it's a big deal as well when you're 24 and you're in there with like Sting as well. To be somebody, to be somebody who's faced the issues he's faced medically, to have come into such a physical business and to still be able to just have a match every now and then, it, it's it's honestly he must be having the greatest time because yeah. he's you know he's already made his name. It's got to just be a lot of fun. He could do with a bit of work on commentary. I'm just saying. yeah, but uh, but I don't really look to I don't really look to Paul White as a commentator. I look to him as you know a, he's a special attraction. He's like a you know not it's not every day that you see somebody over like seven feet. It's not every day you see somebody that big who's able to do what he can still do. Let alone here. I like, feel like if they'd used him as a special attraction. Or what are you doing? Well, he kind of is a special attraction. Oh, right? now he like, is. Yeah. But like in the, in his height, in his heyday. Yeah, but you can't really use somebody when they're that new, I guess, as a special attraction. You've got to make him realize why he's special. Mm. You've got to give them a reason to want to see him wrestle more. But I would, okay. But uh, having said that, oh my God. Oh. Having said that, I wouldn't have had Steve Austin pin him the night after his debut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Part of me feels like that was maybe a bit of a we're better than them. Yeah, uh, it was but 100% that. It, it's sort of it's I don't know, man. Like it, it's it's wild to me that Big Show can still just have a match and still just be you know doing his shit. Yeah, like, it, it's awesome. And is anything now like he's like he's gone through periods of his career in terms of the shape that he's in, but he's probably in, he's in great shape now. Yeah. Like in Christ, some... do you remember when he got like Megan Mosley because Cena was like yeah, but like. I think he said something to Cena, asked him about like, why he'd never been rip ripped. And he's like, well, it's not sort of the thing. And it's like, yeah, but like, imagine you were that big and ripped. Mm. And then he went away and got ripped. And it was like, fucking hell, look at Big Show. He's <laughs> even more intimidating. He's even more terrified. When did that conversation happen with Cena? Uh, it was, it, I can't remember now, but I remember reading about it. It's, it's got to be a few years back. So I remember when that happened. I, was, yeah, I seem to remember. Yeah, but he did go. He did go and get it's, it's when he came back and he was all like ripped, and it was like Big Show's in fucking mm. the best shape he's been in in years. Like he's look at him. He's a bloody beast, that boy. A bloody beast, I tell thee. And they didn't need to do much either. That's the thing no. as well. Like when you're that big, you don't need to do a lot. And I think they've tried to replicate that sort of thing with people like Omos and Braun Strowman. You yeah. don't need to do a lot. I'm happy that um, Undertaker seems to be sort of consulting with Omos about stuff because it, it felt like WWE were missing like sort of a big guy legend to be sort of like, well, you know, it doesn't really work the same way for big guys as it does for smaller guys. Yeah. Maybe there needs to be somebody who's kind of more in line with it and somebody like Taker where it's like the sheer height means you can't do X, Y, Z and you need to rely on slightly other stuff. And the amount of surgeries he's probably been through over the years. It's like, yeah, they're going to all be avoided by just doing this and this. And having that to pass down has got to be invaluable. Yeah. I Which is so. what I imagine Paul White's doing in AEW as well. Because, I mean, Christ. Guy's been, you know, a big deal since arriving here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, now, like, very suddenly the world champion and just getting on with it. And... Yeah. But the, I think moves like this, I don't think he needs to do, in my opinion. I don't think he needs to. I think do the a leg ability scissors. to like show that you can do it is cool. 
But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd argue that it's sort of... I don't know if it's because he's so young and he's still showcasing a lot of his abilities, but it's sort of like, he, I wouldn't blink twice at Giant just kind of laying in the strikes. But then that wouldn't be quite the Giant, would it? It's yeah. sort of like the, the thing with the Giant is, yeah, he's huge and he's, you know, he's imposing like Andre was and he's able to deliver the same kind of crushing blows. But it's the the ability to mix it up, I think, makes him, sets him aside a little bit. Makes him stand think, out. Yeah, just a little bit more. It's like, yeah, I can do all the big spots and I can do all that stuff and the choke slam and everything else. But it's it's all a little, yeah, but I can also chain wrestle and I can do this. And it's makes him just more of a credible threat to me. Yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Jimmy Hart and Luger being at ringside cheering on. Because it's weird because like Luger is still like in Jimmy Hart's pocket a bit. Which is, yeah. Giant and, is and in Sting's there just well. like going, la, 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 la. These people are lovely. While just <laughs> ignoring it for a year and a half. <laughs> Whoa, Lex, you might not want to keep doing this thing. What are you on about, Lex? I, there's not been a single indication that you don't feel happy with your current lay of the He's land. going to do a fucking Pikachu reaction face soon <laughs> as Sting when Luger inevitably what? turns What? But he was my Lex? friend. What are you doing? But he was my friend. Nice. What was your? What's been your favorite? What's your favorite big show match in WWE? It'll be early in the run. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna hoy out there. Uh, big Show versus Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. Vengeance 2003. Nice. I think. Oh. Oh. Luger style, oh, got Luger's holding Jimmy Hart hostage on the table. That's funny. Giant was like, "I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that." I like that. That's a good spot. That. It was like Luger using Jimmy as a Luger in his atomic shirt. Yeah, it's an interesting choice in attire. Luger and CM Punk, same gear provider. Who'd oh, have thought? Really? Yeah. I bet their t-shirts are too tight, Billy. A lot of people wear Atomic shoes. I think they might just be a wrestling brand. Oh, like, okay. so they, they I've never heard of them. Seen Atomic shoes a lot. Like you, they have like the white gummy Atomics written across oh, it. Whoop! Jeepers! Oh, Jimmy! Whopping great drop kick by the by the Big Show, by the Giant on the Big Show. The handcuffed together. Though. Oh, he hit the ref. Okay, here we go. Oh, now it's shenanigans. shenanigans time. Come on, Sullivan. Come on, Sullivan. Come out and you tell that crowd about how Hulkamania sucks, even though Hulk's not there. Please. Oh. Come on. Sting Remind thought them it was that Hulk the might be watching at home, even though he's out for dinner with his wife. <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard them. They might have done that loads tonight. Oh, that unique Stinger Splash. There we go. Boom. Nice. That's nice, that. I, I quite like the bit of shenanigans there. Hang on. So how's this going to go down? What's Lex doing? Luger's thinking oh, about something. Okay, as long as Lex keeps distracting Giant and Giant keeps biting, Sting's in the gold. Sting a splash. But still standing. It's just Love not that. affecting him. Just not affecting him. It's like you need to be looking at Sting while he hits it for it to work. <laughs> Sting hasn't worked this slight detail out yet. <laughs> Why ain't he going down? <laughs> Usually one's enough. <laughs> there we go. And then the giant fell. Jimmy's now in position. Off. Oh, high knee. What are we going to go for? 
Oh, Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, Jimmy's just being held where Jeez. he is. This is, this is. It'll be a good visual if you can line the shot up. Go on. Oh, no, Sting went for oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Hilarity ensues. It was fine that he missed it because he collapsed into his balls. I was interested. So uh, is that Luger? Is that Luger being a shit again? It's uh... it's hard to it's hard to work out. But that's the whole point of the storyline. Oh, but he's gone off his own. That's long. the whole that's the whole point of the storyline. What's Lex doing? Is he on our side? Is he signed with WCW? We never really worked that out since is Nitro One. <laughs> Baboom! Sting splash. splash. Yeah, straight off. I always fucking love the press out. Woof! The the fucking press out kick out of a pin is oh, it's golden. When you're like, I'm not even hurt. Some mate. of the hype people have gotten off that just a shub. Oh, don't do the same move again. That's asking for trouble. 450, mate. 450. Sting invented the 450. See, 450. <laughs> it was so quick. You, you didn't couldn't see, see it. the spin. Yeah. He so was that clean. So accurate. Ricochet likes to think he's fast. You didn't even see Sting move there. More like Rico Ney. 24 frames a second or whatever. He moved <laughs> faster than a frame. Oh, no, Luger. Here we go. Luger and I hearts. hope we don't have a miscalculation here. What's going to happen? Megaphone. Oh, referee's waking up. Okay. Referee's waking up. Ah, oh, there he goes. What? Sting's been hit. Was it Luger? Was it Hart? That was blatantly Luger. He's so was it Luger? Was it Hart? Was it Luger? Was it Hart? It was so oh, the referee's still blinded and choke slam. Oh, here we go. So blatantly, Boom. Luger. One, two, three. Are they really going to try and convince us that that was Luger? No, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, but when he turns up next week and he goes, I'm sorry. We go, oh, Lex, what do you like? Oh, God. It was, clearly wasn't you, was it? I'm sorry, but Nine Stone soaking wet Jimmy Hart was much stronger than me. Lex is just squeezing his 30-inch arms, going, see, I'm losing size, guys. I'm weak now. Jeez. I didn't eat my salads last week. Oh, my God. For that to have made sense, it would have had Luger had to swing it. Christ. <laughs> are we going to show fact, it Hold again? on, let's no. see it again. Let's see no. it again. Because they are handcuffed together, remember? Okay. Now, Jimmy fell off there. They are handcuffed together. Yes, they are. So Jimmy carrying through might have been enough to carry Lex's arm. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. Let's have a look. Play devil's avocado. It depends. They're, they're joined at the right hand. It looks like... It looks like Lex has thrown that into like Sting's face. Lex yep. swings it very I was good. like, they're joined at the right hand. You see Lex's hand, left hand just go, bang! Yeah, all, <laughs> the, all the momentum comes from Lex's hand. It's the one thing, the speculation about these tiny little <laughs> moments feels a lot better with WCW. <laughs> Only sometimes. Because... Because they never seem to address it. That's why it feels better, is that we're like, did that happen? Did it happen? Did it? No, they're going to pretend it didn't. Okay. I'd like them to address it at some point, though. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. I'd just like to know what side he's on. You'd be angry if you paid to go see that, like, wouldn't you? I mean... I mean, it's, there's been a couple of great matches, but for Slamboree... How heavy was that megaphone? <laughs> Sting's still dead. Dusty can't fucking believe I just it. Don't know, baby. I just can't decide whether it was deliberate. Uh, well, done the pictures went on the bubble. I fucking love Dusty, man. Phenomenal. <laughs> and then he sits dusty back, and, hands and his pockets, and goes, "Yeah, heenan, man, just Dusty Heenan." And then he got. Shivani in the middle, try to just keep it grounded. What a combo. 
Well, that was Slamboree 96. Well done, everybody. We made it. We made it to the we end. saved the kingdom. Oh, dear God. Now all we've got to do timeline-wise... I mean, this will have happened in the past, as we've said to you already, but like now we've got to get ready for a live audience, don't we, yes, Tom? Yes, and we have. And thank you for coming to the live audience show. So hopefully I didn't walk on stage, see you all, and piss myself in fear and, and walk back out. Ah, um, you didn't. You were fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. You were fine. You are great. You were TV great. engineers Jim Gamble and Angela Dixon managed to do their job at WCW Slambury 96. I'm As did Moses Williams. Hoping I can... And Beyond Belief Productions and Paragon Productions and Doug Dellinger. Doug Dellinger. <laughs> Tim Smith, Mike Navage on cameras. Jane, right, Tim Jackie Snyder, Crockett was on Wes cameras. Wes Benton, Rick Little, Darwin Contort, Homer Acock. I hate Homer Come Acock. on. these Some of these names have got to be Chad fake. Engel. Bob Breeze Bresler. Intellicon. Golf Link. <laughs> Merchandising by Marco Canales. Jack Juster. Tom that Hunt. just... What? <laughs> WCW Offline was Ed Arben. I can't email him for some reason. Todd Hinton did the electronic messages. <laughs> so he's the one that spelled Conan wrong. Margaret and Gus Piazza. Nick he's... Lambros, of course. David F. Crockett, David of course. Finchley Crockett. Craig Leathers. And Eric Biscoff. Big, dirty, bishy, bishy, Big, dirty, bish. bishy. And in terms of the credits for this, he is at the Sam Driver on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together we're at Colholic on Twitter. Three hours, we ain't getting back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.